0: This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind is formulated to support memory, increase creativity, and boost focus so you can do more and stress less. Go to magicmind.co slash VGA and use discount code VGA to get 20% off today.
1: everybody and welcome to episode 459 of Vigigame Apocalypse I'm your host Michael Rapaz, coming to you from the Midna Banjora Memorial Studio of the airwaves if you want your very real name to grace the, our studio <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to patreon.com/ lasertime and join us at the20 dollars level. who is joining me now? Hard soda hater Chris Antista,
0: and mm. Mm. that's
1: a bold stance
2: to
0: take. Mm. There, I'll be drinking a margarita throughout the show, so please send your hate mail to me, not Michael, who has to edit out these ice noises. So
1: it's it's just the clunky man.
0: Mm. And <laughs>
1: special guest, <laughs> uh, I'm the king of fighters, Anthony Abbott. Awesome. And where can people find your stuff? Where might people know you from?
3: You might know me from uh, streaming. I play fighting games, a little bit of everything on Twitch. I'm at Twitch.tv/slash Bruce Wayne Brady currently playing dark souls and a little bit of kof uh king of fighters and also on twitter at bruce wayne brady
1: nice nice
3: thank <laughs> you
0: for joining us on, on very short i don't notice. think i gave my name by the way i just drank a margarita it's matthew Allen. Uh, <laughs> margarita
2: few <laughs> Allen. God, i'm gonna yeah, refer to matt i'm gonna refer to you as Colonel clink from here on out <laughs> that's i'm that's all i can hear i'm
0: jimmy buffett i'm in margaritaville
3: <laughs> margarita matt
2: no hmm. seriously this is one of the I made a mistake of the getting a buy one, get one free Bud Light hard, sel- hard soda.
0: Oh, is that uh, the one that takes you to Flavor Town?
2: I think that's what it was. It was just more that, like, yeah, why don't they make a cola flavored seltzer and just let me drink that? And, like, oh, this is why. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. There's one good flavor cola, it's Coca Cola. <sighs> Everything else is goddamn garbage.
1: Every time I ate or drank cola flavored anything as a kid, it's like, this tastes nothing like Coke. This is like. The most horrible, acrid taste there is. And you know
2: what? Yeah, I always assumed it it was kind of like bananas. Coke, when you mix it with anything else, like it just, it's... Mm. Well,
0: there was like, I I did enjoy the cola flavored gummies, but eating them, I always sort of thought it was a banana situation. Like, Mm. perhaps the flavor of coke, of cola has shifted over the past 100 years so that what we define as coke flavored now (laughs) was different back in, you know, the 1900s. Get some
2: cocaine in these gummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you know,
3: it's not the weirdest uh, flavor of alcoholic drink I've seen. Have you? Uh, maybe it's just a Texas thing. What? Have you mm-hmm. seen uh, like pickle juice flavored beer? Oh. No,
2: oh.
0: that sounds delicious because I do love a Michelada, which is the one with yeah. the, the clamato one. Well, there's a clamato, and you can just yeah, you can just okay, do the it spicy with the, clamato. The yellow it literally one. Yeah. just yeah. tastes
3: like just pickle vinegar with oh. alcohol in it. Is it, that is
1: is it delicious. weird? Nobody says clamato. It's only clamato. It's It's cuz that Street
0: Fighter song. Oh, clamato I mean Fever. you say clamato, I say clamato. Is
1: everybody in
2: Texas pregnant why
0: are they drinking like booze and pickle juice? <laughs> what <is> the <that>? fuck? <laughs> Gross. Yes, because they because of their abortion. <laughs> okay. You know, while, well, while, we're, <laughs> while
3: while we're talking about this, I also as a Texas native assumed that every movie theater you go to, you can buy pickles at the movies. It's in concession stand. I found out later it's something only we do because we're weird as hell. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the giant pickle thing. I mean, that's kind of a limited to theme parks in California. Yeah. We, don't, yeah. we don't really stations. go outside of the... Does anyone oh, else God, have that at,
3: at, at, in anywhere
2: else? What, giant pickles? Are in, like at the movie theater? Yeah. Not the movie. I remember like the, it was... was Make me sound real southern, I think. But the ice cream man would... If you couldn't afford a snow cone for 50 cents... Here's a giant pickle in a bag of brine. In a bag,
4: the pre-sealed bag ones, cents. yeah. This
0: is I mean, just like words. having a snow cone. Chomp, chomp. I think I couldn't eat those anymore after seeing In Living Color where they had like Homie oh. the Clown. It was just like supposed to be a turd, but it was clearly a pickle in yeah. pickle juice. Yeah, no. And yeah, no. not at
4: all. Take I your work for it. <laughs>
1: Uh, exciting game coming out this week, Horizon Forbidden West, which we have not played. I think between that and Elden Ring, like... My mind is a complete blank for the rest of the year. I don't know what's coming out, and I don't care. Those it are the
2: two
0: games n- that I'm waiting for the most. It is
2: nice to have two real big releases this early in the year. Like These would normally be holiday releases in any other decade.
0: I just have to point out the irony that Horizon Zero Dawn came out and then kind of had its thunder stolen by a different open-world game when Breath of the Wild came out, mm. and now it's happening again, like literally a few weeks after Forbidden West. We're going to get Elden Ring, and... Um, I really like the Horizon games, and I wish people. Uh, well, I'm sure a lot of people will play this one, but it is weird that like they always go up against other open world games in that release. Well, always, now. it's yeah. happened both times. But yeah, sure. but
1: on, on the other hand, I think that works in its favor because Elden Ring, knowing from software's track record, is not going to be a game for everybody, right? Uh, correct. It's, it's and, not going to be quite the same like you know mass market thing that horizon is or that Zelda is it's it's slightly more niche and I
0: guess it will the, be for me though for sure uh, to, to, it's
2: to ease your pocketbook for for now or maybe I'm just talk about yeah. me personally uh, as I refer to it magazine style in our chat for hidden breast has reviews out and elden ring doesn't so bend your dollars appropriately because the reviews for horizon zero dawn are pretty good
1: pretty solid none of us have had a chance to play it yet unfortunately i would love to devote this show to talking about it but we'll have to wait until next week because it comes out on friday and we are no longer GameSpress. press we no longer have privileged access
2: wait let me, let me but let me ask you this this for real like we're on mic i never finished horizon zero dawn not because mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but because I maxed out every single stat and anything you could do outside of story based progression, and then other stuff came along. Do I really need to keep up with the story? Yes. You
1: think? It, yeah.
3: Well, everything everything I've heard about those new ones that you you will definitely get more out of this game by playing the first one, finishing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It's I, also
0: that that is strange to hear, Chris, because story was one of the strong suits of that oh, first no. game. I would say like a lot of the open world stuff. Kind of got repetitive and boring, but the story is what drove me I on in that game. I wanted to un- uncover what happened.
2: It, was, it wasn't boring. I just kind of out of order ignored the story and maxed out everything I had, and now yeah. I'm just kind of walking from cutscene to cutscene. And um, that wasn't. And, and then things got repetitive. I didn't realize I would have maxed out through the course of playing the game naturally. I didn't need right. to front load myself, mm. um, but I was having so much fucking fun. Once you once you learn every single
0: mechanic in that game, it is joyous. It is. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, go back and play the expansion too, because the expansion—if right. you're tired of the base game, because yeah, you're you're overpowered for everything. The expansion ramps up the difficulty quite okay. a bit. There's there's new creatures to attack and, and stuff like that. So um, and it's it's a big expansion does too. does it have a PS5 upgrade, asked Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, I believe they did, not an official, like, remaster upgrade, but they did some stuff on PS5 that that game can look better than it can on PS4, for sure. I'm pretty sure the loading times
3: were a lot better, too, on the PS5 version. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm I'm still,
3: I'm playing it right now because I never finished it because I got sidetracked by some other games. I'm actually playing the first one right now, trying to beat it.
1: Yeah, I, I love it, but we decided this week, if we can't talk about Horizon Forbidden West directly, we can at least celebrate it with a top five. And for the Horizon series does something that I think is, is really cool in that, like, well, technically, not, not to spoil much about it, but it is set in the far future. It is after an apocalypse. A big part of the game is trying to unravel what happened exactly. But at the same time, like, if you didn't know that about it and you just saw this world filled with robot dinosaurs and warring tribes, you'd probably think, like, oh, this is some kind of weird fantasy world right and Mm -hmm. and it follows a lot of fantasy tropes especially like the the stereotypical fantasy hero's journey where the main character gets like you know uncovers a special power a connection to another world and gets a magic spear and goes on an adventure and comes back completely changed and a bunch of other things that i won't mention because they're spoilers Thinking about it, we have tons of post apocalyptic sci-fi. We've got we've got Fallout, we've got Rage, we've got hundreds of games like that. Not a lot of post apocalyptic fantasy where like oh the world ends whatever whatever the cause and then afterward you have people using swords and sometimes magic or technology that they understand to be magic in, in okay. the case of Horizon
2: the secret history of Adventure Time? Uh, yeah, right. yeah, sort of yeah. like that, yeah. yeah actually,
1: yeah. yes. Hey, Ice King, why'd you take our garbage would probably have been a good entry on this top <laughs> yeah. podcast,
2: actually. Well, I, I don't know, because that that became more apparent. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that became more apparent in the later seasons. They sort of hinted that there was this war fought on planet Earth, and everything happening in Adventure Time with magic and unicorns and Ice Kings is occurring on the... Skull and the skeleton of this old Earth, uh, our planet, mm. and mm-hmm. you know it's a kids show. It doesn't really lean into that, and then until the very end, I think.
0: I mean, there's a kids series of games that that is long rumored, but no one has ever proven it. Which po- the Pokemon series, yeah, apparently has mm. some references that it might be post apocalyptic as well. We can see it, um, we can see it. Yeah, uh, so. There's an entry Michael wouldn't let me get in here because technically a full apocalypse didn't happen. But I got a shout out to Shadowrun which has this because it literally has magic so because th- of world-changing events. I you feel know?
1: like Shadowrun is still more sci-fi than fantasy. Like, it's a, a combination of both. It has orcs and elves and magic, but it also has computers and guns, and most combat is gun focused so
0: yeah it's look J- jordan weissman or i think that was his name really liked cyberpunk and really liked D D at the same yeah. time and hence we get but, but what i found is that there
1: there's a lot more than i realized in in this category and and there's a lot of mm. games that kind of hide it like secret of mana you might never guess that it is actually post-apocalyptic until That's you like secret. Yeah, until you find this thing at the, uh, you know, maybe three fourths of the way through the game, where it's like, oh, we unc- we have all these records of the ancients. They're called videos or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, then you watch them, and it's just like news reports. Or like in the original, it was like, the who is Abe Lincoln? Yes, that is the correct answer. Like, oh, okay, so it's it's happening yes. in our world in the far future, and ah, this yes. was their
2: god. Hello, cat. Uh, it was on all of their merchandise and clothing. Yes,
1: yes the adherents of this, this religious order wore their Hello Cat gear proudly. But anyway, I tried to pick out five favorites, as I always do for these top fives. Post-apocalyptic adventures with swords and magic and
0: shit, and we will get into those right after this. Maddie Al here, folks. You might not know this about me, but I am all about that caffeine. I love my morning coffee, my afternoon sodas, and sometimes I even need a coffee or an energy drink for a quick boost before recording this show or to power through a late night gaming session. But we all know too much caffeine can be a bad thing. Nobody likes getting the jitters, the little muscle twitches, or the big crash you get after too much caffeine. That's why I couldn't be more excited to tell you about our new sponsor, Magic Mind. Magic Mind isn't just another energy shot. It's the world's first productivity drink that's formulated to give you a sharper mind and steady energy throughout the day so you can do more and stress less. I've been using Magic Mind for several weeks now, and I notice the benefits almost immediately. Here's how it works. I drink one shot of Magic Mind alongside my morning coffee, and it helps boost my focus and creativity throughout the day. With Magic Mind, I find myself procrastinating less and getting more done at work with the shows and even with my enormous backlog of games. Seriously, I've been burning through the JRPGs on my backlog because I can focus more. And while I'm obviously more of a single player guy, I can only imagine the kind of competitive edge this would give you in multiplayer games, if one was so inclined. And here's the best part, I don't need to drink as much caffeine so I'm not always so wired and I just feel better throughout the day. But don't take my word for it, try it for yourself. Magic Mind offers a no questions asked money back guarantee on your first order if you're not completely satisfied. And right now, VGA listeners can take advantage of an exclusive offer to get 20% off your first Magic Mind order by going to magicmind.co slash VGA and using the code VGA at checkout. That's magicmind.co, not .com, magicmind.co slash VGA and use the code VGA at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Boost your focus, do more, stress less, Magic Mind.
2: If you're a content creator like the good folks here at laser time you know how inefficient and demanding the creative process can be sometimes you just want a huge library of content to pull from and you need that perfect clip image sound or piece of music well good news storyblocks is here to help creators like you bring all your stories to life without sacrificing your vision due to time budget or resources storyblocks gives you access to a huge demand driven library of 4k or hd footage after effects and premiere pro templates music images sound effects and more to give you everything you need to bring your stories to life assets are royalty-free, so you can use your downloaded content anywhere for commercial and personal use. Their unlimited all-access plan gives you unlimited downloads from over 1 million assets in their library, including things like the background music you're hearing in this very ad right now. So whether you're a seasoned content creator or someone just dabbling with your first YouTube or Twitch channel, Storyblocks offers a selection of flexible subscriptions that fit every budget and scale to give you all the content and tools you need to focus on what's important to you, creating. So what are you waiting for? Get started today at storyblocks.com slash VGA. That's storyblocks.com slash VGA. And we're back to talk about what? Post apocalyptic fantasy. Yes. Fantasy. Yes.
1: Beginning with. Planet of the Apes. Five. Planet of the Apes. That's sci fi. He <laughs> <You> wished Planet of <laughs> the Apes. It kind of is post apocalyptic fantasy, exactly I guess. exactly what he's the, talking about. The, the apes it's kind sci-fi. of have like a dark age civilization, but they also use guns. Anyway, yeah. here's here's a clip.
0: This is old, not quite NES. It's. I think I have this in a. Is this in a Namco collection that came out recently, like the 40th anniversary collection?
1: No, but it is in an
0: SNK collection. That's the one. The SNK anniversary. This game is so old that it thought the
1: world was going to be annihilated in a nuclear war in 1997. You uh, wish. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. So
0: this this is Crystallis, yeah. right? Chris, Crystallis, Crystallis, is, yeah.
1: Crystallis, however you pronounce it. I never really got into this game as a kid, but I know it was hugely popular. Like every friend of mine who was a gamer was like, "Oh, you
0: haven't played Crystallis yet?" Like, no. I'm I think I've played this probably for ten minutes, like I do with most of those games on those mm. compilation collections. Like, oh yeah, this is neat. Moving on to the next one on the list, but uh, yeah, it is. It is a neat game. Yeah. I didn't know it was the, the post-apocalyptic. Thing. Yes, oh,
1: this is a game that routinely shows up on a, a lot of best of lists for NES RPGs, and it is. It's like a Zelda-style action RPG. You play this character who you name, who wakes up from suspended animation and comes out and. Everybody's like, oh, no, someone came out of the cave. Ah, it's the end of the world. Oh, we're fine now. Oh, we're we're good with you. Here, Here's a sword. Go kill some mutants. And you wander out into this greater world and there's mutants everywhere. And <laughs> I guess spoilers for this ancient ass game. You are one of two scientists who, after the apocalypse happened, you know, you and your team worked to create this floating tower in the sky that was... Built, like, with heavy armaments to ensure that no nation ever became powerful enough to destroy humanity again. Unforeseen thing happened. After the apocalypse, magic came back. And one of the users of this magic was a bad guy named Dragon. And he combined magic with forbidden technology and became the most powerful being on the planet and so you have to go and fight his empire and you get four elemental swords that eventually combine to create the chrysalis, the most powerful sword ever. It's a bit like Zelda where, you know, you don't stab things so much as you shoot them with bolts of power from your sword, mm. but you don't have to have full life. You just have to charge up the the sword's power and release it. So you hear this a lot. <laughs>
0: Whoop, whoop. The the reason I recognize this as being part of that collection is that sound is totally from the SNK library like that is straight from mm. the Athena games that like whoop, whoop. like it is very annoying and ingrained. And this is loosely connected to Athena in that oh.
1: there, so there are four sages or magicians depending on the version that you're playing that you have to consult with over the course of the game. Two of them are Kensu and Asena. Who are based on Kensu and Athena from Psycho Soldier, which I think was originally the sequel to Athena, and then both of those characters are in the King of Fighters games. So right. it's any it's,
0: excuse to get a girl in a bikini in a game. Exactly. They're
1: going to do it, especially yeah. a tiny one. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> it does look like Psycho Soldier, and its box art got like mm. mixed up on the way to the box factory. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Cute, bedressed, pink-haired anime girl. Psycho Soldier! Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Love Psycho Soldier. What a ridiculous game. Also plays a song while you play, like, uh, with actual vocals. Over and over
0: again, yes.
1: And this game, Crystallis, Crystallis, whatever, uh, got a re-release in the 90s for the Game Boy Color. Uh, Maybe it was 2000. Anyway, didn't perform quite as well. I think they had a lower resolution... They added a dungeon and a bunch of cutscenes, and they also overhauled the soundtrack completely. So instead of, we get,
4: <laughs> <uh-oh>. <laughs> whoa. whoa,
2: actually kind of dig this. I mean, they're, they're both bad, but like in
0: different ways. Yeah. Now imagine that coming out of a tinny one inch speaker on the front yep. of your game. But
1: it does sound more like Game
0: Boy music, at any rate. I so.
3: feel like this is a game I've always seen in video game magazines mm-hmm. back in the day, but I never played it, or yep. I never
0: knew anyone to actually played it. It, it holds up really well. I go find that, that SNK collection, they put it on sale now all the time. This is one of the few games that you could play all the way through, cause yeah. it's like, like Michael said, it's like a Zelda. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's cool. like
1: a Zelda, but like, it has a little bit more structure than the first Zelda game did, yeah. In that like, you know, it's, it's actually mostly linear. There's backtracking, but, uh, and in and, and a, and a gradual open world, I guess, but yeah, yeah, there, there there are a lot of like, oh, I've arrived in this town. Now I have this task before me. Okay, I have to go into this dungeon and defeat this boss. Now I get the treasure that helps me help this person, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah.
0: But but a level of sophistication and depth that not many NES games were ever yeah. able to achieve. You know, like yeah. you didn't get this kind of RPG-type structure until the SNES with a lot of games. So it's it's an early one of those, mm. but it's certainly, like, if you want to see what other games were drawing from, this is a good one to go back and check out. It it's,
2: it's, it's in that SNK 40th
1: collection. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Which like, is available, I think, on everything now. Speaking is. of girls in bikinis on covers of things, yeah. that is the key art for that collection. Yeah. So.
1: Remember, I so, so, got that from my parents for Christmas, and my mom's like, what is this? <laughs> what did you make me get you? Like, hey, it's also, Tyler. It's I think a Tyler game from, a from the eighties. It's fine, mom. Yeah, it's
0: fine. In the eighties bikinis were totally different mm-hmm. back then. To us, those were like full-on porn. Yeah, like that... The bikinis <laughs> is what we all—that's what we had, man.
1: That was also accepted streetwear in the eighties. No,
3: it's, it's also kind of a, a fun thing to play a game where we're on the other side of the timeline, where it was like nineteen ninety-seven is so far in the future. Right, now, like, <laughs> it's so far in the past.
1: It's so weird to be yeah. beyond that no, timeline now. nineteen 19- like, like, ninety-seven. I hadn't quite peaked yet. <laughs> uh, that's like six years away, you <laughs> know? What, what would have been? Like, uh, yeah, it was probably 1988, 89, so. Well,
0: I, I love, I love when that happens. Like, Disneyland went through that where the original Tomorrowland was supposed to take place in the year 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh. and yeah, then that came and went, and they're like, what do we do now? <laughs> Perish. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, Crystallis is really good It's one of the original Post-apocalyptic fantasy video games yeah. I couldn't not include it This one, if you want to talk about post-apocalypse Oh my Number 4 How long was I gone? In Earth years About a century Long enough for the last of the mouth breathers To die off More then The
4: third kingdom is lost
0: Yep, that is Mark Hamill. Did you sneak this one in last minute? Was this uh, one that you proposed right before the show? Was no. This... Is this... Oh, okay. Is
2: this is this stuff near... of the Three Kingdoms?
0: <laughs>
1: is this near Replicate One Point Two Two? A bunch of numbers. No, this is Darksiders. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's, that's
0: where right. Hamill, yes. Yes. Yeah, this, is this is a good one. This is a good one. Like, because I
1: think. Literally with the apocalypse.
0: I was going to say, you're playing. The tutorial is the apocalypse of mm-hmm. this one, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where a bunch of meteors rain down on modern day Earth, but it's actually a demon invasion, and now the demons are fighting the angels, but they're like, wait a second. This is happening too early. Where's that danged war? And mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm the one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, but my brothers aren't here. I was summoned, though. What's going on? It's like, well, you clearly caused all this yourself. So uh, it's on you to try and redeem yourself and go on an a epic Zelda-like adventure.
0: Yeah, I'm still a little bummed that they never did the four. You know, like the whole idea of this mm. game was supposed to be you p- play as a different horseman in a four, I, a quadrilogy. Kind Ric Flair, did, Arn you, Anderson, uh, who? who, who? <laughs> well, it depends. Yeah, it could have been yeah. Barry Windham. You know, you know, it depends on which which iteration. I mean, if you horsemen.
1: count if you count Genesis, the last game to come out in 2019, that had uh what's his face, the uh, the guy with the guns. Uh, the fourth you know, horseman. That memorable guy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, I keep wanting to say Strife, but no, Strife is the girl in
0: the third one, right? In, in the third one, yeah. I, yeah. So say, but, I mean, the studio vigil split up, so really it's not the same thing, you know, after, right. after this original one. The original one I still think is the best out of the yeah. Darksiders games.
1: Uh, a lot of people will swear by this one, I know.
0: The council will condemn war. Strip him of power, let him rot in
4: oblivion to hide the truth. Secrets cannot prove his innocence, horsemen. No, but they can help me to erase the crime. Bring mankind back from extinction. Madness.
1: If it's madness, who better to show me the way? Yeah, Darksiders 2. So th- this series took an interesting tack in that the first game comes out and it's war. He participates in the apocalypse. He gets put into a medically induced coma for a 100 years and comes back. To try and clear his name. The other adventures happen concurrently. So mm-hmm. uh, dur- during that hundred year space. And so the, in the second one you play as Death. Who ironically enough is trying to resurrect humanity. Which has been wiped out uh, by the apocalypse. In the third one you play as Strife. Who is uh, trying to rescue people. Like shortly after the apocalypse happens. To, to kind of you know have some human survivors. And so, yeah, you're, you're the good guys, even though you're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And there's this whole thing about how, like, you're the Nephilim, you're like outsiders that don't fit into heaven or hell or earth. Uh, but you're like enforcers of all three and the people are trying to upset the balance of power. It's a little bit confusing. I I never could get into Darksiders 2 because, the I mean, the first one is like this great Ocarina of Time style adventure. The second yeah. one felt more MMO-y, like it added like the damage numbers flying off of mm. enemies when you'd attack mm-hmm. them, and, it's like, and it got a little looty, and it's like, oh, this isn't yeah. really why I liked the original one at all. Pick
2: what you want to rip off, man.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Stick with
1: they it. They each rip off something different.
0: Yeah, the third one I was going to say, in addition to um, trying to resurrect people, uh, she Strife is basically just trying not to look exactly like Sindel from Mortal Kombat the mm-hmm. entire Gee game. She totally mm-hmm. fails. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did anyone then, play Genesis? I played I didn't, it a little bit. I heard bit. good things about it, though. That was the, yeah. the isometric view one, right? The, yeah, uh,
4: yeah. No,
1: I, I guess week. I guess Strife is the guy with the guns. He's, he's the one in, in Genesis. He, and you play as both him and War, and you can switch between them. So
0: they got through all four and didn't really even tout that in the marketing. That's yeah, well, Genesis
1: shame, you know? also doesn't quite count because it's it's like a prequel, I think, that happens before the events of the game, so it doesn't doesn't wrap up that plot line in a satisfying way. Mm. Genesis, that's the one that's got Phil Collins in it, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Yes? That's right. At, yes. at, at his
0: finest, clearly. Yeah. I don't recognize any post-Genesis Phil Collins. Okay, sorry.
1: Fury. Fury is the woman that you play in the
0: third game. <laughs> that's, yeah. Fury and, right. Rosa, yes. Yes. and
1: And yeah, I never, never really liked that. It's like, I, I, I know... Famine and Plague aren't cool characters to play as, but turning them into strife and fury is kind of meaningless.
0: They can be. Like, I, I remember seeing some early character designs are like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's cool looking stuff. And then they just didn't make those characters. But, yeah. uh,
2: and I'm going to guess, I guess uh, the Genesis was kind of this franchise's last shot.
0: And I mean, it's all been embraced Ooh. now by the Embracer Group. So who Ooh. knows? They're, they 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 own all the IP. They eventually have to start using some. Are of they it, like so. White Wolf vampires? Why are they the <laughs> Embracer Group? I have no idea. I don't know. But
2: they, uh, not not I to. Mean,
0: it was formerly not, THQ Nordic, right? Like the now they're the right. Embracer Group.
2: Right? The Embracer Group. Every time we talk about it, which is very limitedly. Always makes it sound like Cloverly from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No one knows nothing about him, but they're buying up everything. That's exactly <laughs> and, right. And
1: <laughs> I just want I
2: got yeah, Roger Rabbit on the embracer. brain this week, thanks to that goddamn Chippendale tra- Chip trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. Woo. That looks pretty cool. It, it was, looks
2: wonderful. It's fun. It looks, it looks better
1: than sex. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best moments I remember in the original Darksiders was, weirdly enough, Getting a pep talk from a demon who you're working with uh, on the side.
4: You are war, rider of the Red Horse. Not some puppet on this pathetic creature's dreams.
1: Aw, thanks, Samael. I'm going to totally kick Mark Hamill's ass now. You never change. You are war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Perlman. This is CBS.
4: <laughs> Uh, you have tickets to the Godsmack <laughs> concert.
1: Uh, it's 1997. Put on your fat jinkos. Let's go.
2: <laughs> Wrestle me in Nightmare Alley. I got nothing. But uh, grab P- that Nightmare chain Alley.
3: wallet. <laughs> 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 I mean Darksiders has the hot topic vibes. Yeah, you know, it totally
1: does. Like uh Joe Joe Mad Joe Madereira did like the designs for at least the first couple of them and, and like war just has that like I'm just a huge guy in even bigger armor, I'm just gonna stomp around and yet I still am fun to control and fairly agile. Yeah, yeah his, his legs he, look he, like tree like trunks a,
0: attached to the ground mm-hmm. almost. You're just like how how is how are you able to walk, sir?
3: He always looked like a Warcraft character to me on steroids. He was so huge and so small at the same
1: time. It's like like a big, chunky Warcraft aesthetic. Yeah, it's like, god damn, your hair has muscles. What's going on here? Anyway, Darksiders, fun series. Uh, I wish they'd make more of them, especially if they feel like the first game. But speaking of things I really wish they'd bring back more of.
4: Number three.
0: Yes. i knew that's all Chris. i swear i thought you were playing the lone ranger to us at first i'm like what the yes fuck? famous now, the post-apocalyptic
1: of of the- fantasy franchise the lone ranger yeah, you, don't, you don't know church. that it's not
2: it sounds like the opening of the gummy bears in the beginning
1: <laughs>
2: chris what is uh, this uh, Panzer
1: Dragoon. Yes, oh, sure. Panzer Dragoon, uh, which is how how would you even define this series? Mostly rail shooters, and then one really good RPG that nobody can play because it's incredibly rare on a system nobody owned.
2: Yeah, it's it just it it, it used to seem so weird to me, but it's just kind of one of those forgotten branches of the shoot 'em up shmup. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, we're gonna make a 3D version where you get to see from your own perspective and change, uh, change perspectives while you're in the middle of the shooter, this flight shooter. That's all it really is. It's like a monitor it's like a modernized flight shooter that sort of reached the end of whatever evolution this was. And never it's got
0: went. like a res vibe though, right? Where you're like, yes. you drag your reticule over the enemies for mm-hmm. lock-ons, yeah. and then you I let mean, it you're, go. You're and and takes multiple
1: targets and
0: yeah.
2: volumes. Yeah. I don't know that it's the first game to do that, but like I remember I played it for like. 10 hours before I knew you could do
0: that oh shit I Um, I remember the first time I played this was in a blockbuster kiosk uh, whatever that was that on Saturn the first iteration yes I think it was Saturn yeah -hmm. yeah. I'm actually like uh... if
2: if anybody wants to get me something cool limited run release that re-release that game physically in a Saturn box oh shit it was like the first game I if you bought a Saturn and not a Playstation the only truly impressive game you really had was Panzer Dragon like everyone was like wow what the Mm. fuck is this
0: Well, it did 3D, which the Saturn like they they chose. They're like, we're gonna really specialize in in awesome pixel 2D stuff. But it's like, no, this game was full 3D,
2: 3D, and like those cutscenes that like kind of made everybody want to get a PlayStation and play Final Fantasy VII. Those are
1: also in Panzer Dragoon.
0: What what's the explanation for how dragons came back in this world, Michael? Do you So this this
1: is a world set thousands of years in the future after an apocalypse. Thousands of years. Uh, th- their apocalypse i think happens thousands of years after our modern day and it, like you keep hearing about these people called the ancients and they were a civilization who constructed these towers to help save the planet and uh create these mu- these bio-mutants that are meant to be guardians of the ecosystem And the way that they're meant to be guardians of the ecosystem is they go out and kill humans to keep our population in check.
3: So you're saying this is a sequel to the Matthew McConaughey movie, Rain of Fire. Sure.
0: (laughs) I think? (laughs) Isn't that... Not to spoil it, but isn't that sort of what happens in Horizon? In that, the what they reveal, like why the dinosaurs are a thing, it no. was kind of meant to.
1: I, I mean, not. I, I don't. I don't think it's that, but. Uh, okay. I could be wrong. I, they, I did, they. So they sorry, built I these
0: towers that. to save the planet. Mm-hmm. They, they were known as 5G towers. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. Mm-hmm.
0: And but, it ended up destroying the planet. Yes, I
1: knew it. But one of the mutant creatures, it, there is the species known as the Coolia. Which, or or
0: Kuriya, uh, or Kuriat, depending From the on land which land of gangsters' paradise. I was going to say, yeah, we
1: know him as Kuriya. <laughs> nice. So they they they're these lizard-like creatures that get really big and grow gossamer wings and wear cool armor. And every one of these games begins more or less the same way. <laughs> that the main character gets into some sort of trouble and then the dragon shows up and saves them and they're like you've chosen me and then like yeah let's go on an adventure together uh, you except can for tell the- by the
2: sound effect the dragon then peels out
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um. Hell yeah. uh, except <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Zwei, where the, the dragon is actually like this mutant farm animal that uh, the, the main character is supposed to kill, but he takes pity on it instead and raises it and, uh, you know, takes it out to, to ride on it. And while he's doing that, his village is attacked and destroyed. And so, like, the first few stages of that game are actually just you running along the ground on this creature's back uh, shooting at things, you don't actually fly, I think, until stage two or three. Mm. And, uh, but this is, you know, an interesting variation on it. But yeah, everything is about like going on adventures. You shoot a bunch of like highly advanced technology and gross bulbous flying mutants it's it's a really interesting world it uh began on Saturn had a brief detour on game gear that I didn't play yeah so we, we had two two rail shooters and a really good RPG on Saturn yeah. and then yeah. it went to Xbox with Panzer Orca. Dragoon Orta. Orta. Yes. and yes. that was a return to the rail shooter formula and yeah. uh, then it's very the good de- and I, th- I think
2: yeah. always on game pass so oh really yeah. I think yeah so I think I think it actually has series X enhancements oh we're done
0: oh because this series was viewed as a as a tech showcase for every system it was on and the Mm. xbox you Mm -hmm. know at the time the xbox would tout we can do stuff that playstation can't and Mm -hmm. and that game was definitely like you would show this to your friends like look how amazing shooters can look and Mm -hmm. did some fun things with the camera that we just weren't used to seeing in shooters even though it was on rails but Mm. uh it was, it was a fun-as-hell game, I do remember. That's the only one I played start-to-finish. Uh, yeah, if Orda. that is on Game Pass, it's definitely worth playing, because I remember
3: these games always have been harder to find if you didn't get them kind of when they first came out. Hmm. I know there was, like, a remake that just put out, like, on Switch. On yeah. Switch,
0: which, yeah, of people didn't like so
3: much.
0: Yeah. Have modders figured out the um, saga yet? Like, I is mean, that sa- saga yet? you can
2: play on any emulator, Pretty okay. flawlessly, hmm. but uh, are, are something... there good
1: Saturn emulators? Yeah, SSF
2: oh, okay. uh, right. is the one I would recommend, even though it's why I have nine hundred thousand clone drives on this computer right now, hmm. uh, because you still have to mount a fake image anyway. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, something at Sega, something happened to the original code, and Sega said we can't ever release it. And like, you're filled with shit. Call Digital Eclipse; they'll hmm. help you out. Bring a disc. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well,
1: I, think, I think it there might be something about like that they threw out the source code. I've, I've heard conflict. Doesn't matter. Numbers. So most of Panzer Dragoon Saga, the dialogue is in Japanese. The intro and the ending, however, are in a language that was created for the series called Panzerese. That's like an amalgam of six different languages and sounds like this. <laughs>
2: oh the yeah and I never I never got to the end of the game hmm. I had to sell it to buy oh. college textbooks and I oh. hate it to this hmm. day Damn you nuts. probably
1: got a lot less for it then than you would have now
2: I got 170 in like hmm, two thousand four dollars which was I don't think I've ever sold a game for that much Ever since. So wow. or maybe it was just seventy. Whatever. Let's say one seventy. One seventy of Bush Bush administration money.
1: I still feel bad about throwing out the case. It's like, ah, I'll just put it in this C D binder. That's a great idea. Yeah. It'll save space. Silly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured <laughs>
0: out why I don't keep plastic things around and I think what it is is in my mind. All that all those valuations are tied with like the early aughts. We're like, yeah, that stuff had gained some value, but like with inflation, you're like, not a lot. Then within the past like five years, mm. all those dreams we had of hey, I'm gonna set this aside and it will be worth thousands of dollars one day, they are coming true now. And it's just like fuck, but it, so stupid. You know, it's
2: stupid. Yeah. Especially the, the stupid fucking Saturn boxes, which were g- yeah. giant novelty sized jewel cases and stupid prone to breakage within like getting it off of retail shelves those things were huge yeah. if you could pick up one that that didn't already have the arm broken on it you were lucky mm-hmm. so if you still have one that's <laughs> well, not completely broken well the
1: panzer dragoon case especially i think it's it's like three or four discs it's four
2: discs that they yeah. make a little groove like four grooves yeah, these, so these, these bespoke sleeves.
1: little envelopes mm-hmm. with that have grooves in them to to fit into the case into the center of the case perfectly yeah. right it's right. pretty bizarre yeah can't find replacements for those. Oh, I feel well. like Pizarre. people should know, be able to. I don't to know 3D how 3D it's emulated,
2: those. but I know I have emulated Saturn without much trouble. You've seen it on our YouTube, if you were watching those. Mm. Ed, but
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's just a bummer that yeah, Sega won't officially just throw a version out there that people can pay for. Like people like me yeah. who are like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump through hoops. Just let me give you money and pay mm-hmm. and play this thing mm-hmm. officially. And nope, just,
2: well, not. just uh, you know, yeah, like not. Not even saying shame on you, Matt, but most most people will play it legitimately if you make it legitimate, legitimately available. And yeah. if you don't, it's just going to be one of those lost-of-time fucking things you never make money on. I just don't get
0: it. This is like a preview of our news. We have an, an item yeah. all about this in the news this <laughs> yes. week. Well, you know, then we... But
2: that's, that's not Sega. Sega's the company that resells its entire past, even if they're not making new IP. Like They sell everything. There's like yeah. four games Sega doesn't sell, and this is one of them. It's fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I, I think part of it is just, like, this game series has never done big business for Sega. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like... It, it didn't like, move the Saturn in the way I think they thought right. it was supposed well, to. Well, when Anthony's like, yeah, they're all kind of hard to find after a while, it's because, like, yeah, it's because they didn't print that many because not that many sold of these games. Like, they are all thought, fondly remembered. I was it, but... shocked, because I, I bought it at my local game store that still
2: exists, didn't think anything of it. It was, like, thirty nine ninety nine. I'd already read that the Saturn was going away. And then I thought I read later they made sixteen thousand copies for the U.S. Jeez. And I just yes. happened to like pick Whoa. up one in the wild, unwrapped it and played it, mm-hmm. then sold it later.
3: That's why I was surprised they even did a remake at all because I was like, well, I guess they were testing the waters on interest because it's maybe like a twenty-five dollar
2: game. Yeah, but it was it was one of those limited. Sega wasn't doing the remaking, not unlike Shenmue. They were basically licensing it yeah. to someone else. Like here, you lose your money. Give us mm, give us okay. a little and you lose your money. And they probably did because we didn't hear anything else.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: (sighs) Well, as much as I enjoy this, we should probably move along to... Number
4: two! You mean I came from behind the door?
1: Always that is what I have believed. That you
4: came from the womb of the mountain. A gift from all mother herself.
0: But this isn't a goddess. Aloy! It's a me. door. Cheated. <laughs> With people behind it. My mother?
4: <gasps> Hold oh. oh, for identity scan. The goddess. Just
1: like the woman I saw. Well, A little bit of a cheat,
0: but uh, yeah, man. You can't
1: can't <laughs> do uh, a top five inspired by a game out this week and not talk about the game that preceded it.
3: Yes, yeah, Chrysalis 2, Aloy returns. Mm-hmm. There it
0: is. Yeah. Do you yeah. Th- this is this is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, Do you think is Aloy a joke that they don't know how to pronounce Alloy, which they might have seen printed on a thing and they call her Aloy for that reason?
1: I mean, if that's the case, it's never made clear. But uh no, I
0: mean nobody in
1: Horizon has what you would call a normal name like Rost, Teb.
0: I mean, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Private eye. (laughs) No one escapes. Those are two different people. But this this (laughs) one is a little bit of a cheat too, because it's technically fantasy, but it's all just superstition. Like it's it is all tech and sci-fi. But but like think it's magic. If you came to
1: this world and did not realize that it is post-apocalyptics, you would just say, like, wow, what a weird fantasy world that happens to have robot dinosaurs roaming the landscape. Uh, listen to their ridiculous tribe names. An annunciation of gratitude
4: written Killers by and the slavers. hands of, yeah. Sun King yeah. of, of the
2: slavers. slavers! Hey, hey, Luminant hold sons. your fruit. Nora Nora Faithful. Hold your fruit. Now I'm Azaran, not Karja. So I'll put it just straight. The thirteenth Sun King was a murderous bung. he was. He's a tyrant and a monster. Raided my tribe for blood sacrifice, just like yours. But the thirteenth king is dead. Two years now. Who killed him? The fourteenth.
0: That is
1: full on fantasy ass bullshit and you cannot tell me otherwise.
0: I just oh, giggle cuz that guy always sounded like John C. Riley to me and I can't unhear it when oh, I yeah. hear his voice. I always thought that I have
2: to ask me. you to hold your fruit for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold your fruit. <laughs> Especially when he
3: sings Mr. Cellophane in the middle of the whole game. For no You're reason.
0: all going to hear it next time you hear that guy speak <laughs> in a game. You,
1: you think uh, Nora, Karja, and Osram aren't actually tribes. They're just him trying to say other
0: words and fucking up because it's stuck. <laughs> really
2: yeah. probably all got here on the same bro. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me.
0: You make fun, but mm-hmm. watch when you play Forbidden West. You're going to think that. Yeah. You're gonna be like, God damn, he does sound like John C. Ryan. Yeah. He yeah. really does. <sighs> Are we yeah. best friends now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well now, now I'm I'm having to to retrench because I had Patrick Ward Burton in my head, uh, and, and now I'm going to hear John C. Yeah, Riley no. instead. Ward Burton's kind of like this. Can't stop so. thinking about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's gay wad over here. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm like. laughs> uh, but but like like I said, I I've always loved that this, this series follows textbook fantasy tropes. Yet it, it cloaks it all in like, well, it's, it's actually tech. And this is kind of driven by that statement. Like, uh, any technology
0: sufficiently
1: sophisticated, whatever it is, sufficiently advanced will be indistinguishable from magic.
0: Yeah, well, that's a, it's it's kind of a reversal of a sci-fi trope. Whenever you have time travel movies and people from the future, when they go back to the past, it's mm-hmm. like they view that technology as magic. You're a heretic. You're a magician. You have a magical earpiece. That's yeah. a Bluetooth. She has a Bluetooth headset, a Bluetooth. basically. <laughs> she does, and it's
1: it's high drama when she finds it. Such places are forbidden, Aloy.
4: I fell in.
1: They are of the metal world. What
2: is that? on your face?
4: Nothing.
2: Did you find it down there? No. Give it to me.
4: No.
1: Aloy, hey, such things are dangerous. No! And he's like, well, okay, I guess you can keep the
0: dangerous thing. I'll, I'll teach you how to hunt now. Yeah. Keep it on your face the <laughs> entire game. Yeah. That. Uh, the most annoying thing about that was Boy, did they love to use that controller speaker. And oh, I was, yeah. cause I was constantly <laughs> scanning. What's it called again? The, 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 the relic The itself. focus. The focus. Yeah. yeah. I was constantly using it as, as one does in open world games and just like nonstop. Like, cause I think the PS4 speaker didn't necessarily have good volume levels. It was either like ear shattering or you turned it <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it got really annoying after a while. I'm just impressed
1: that thing can hold a
0: charge for like a thousand years. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, compared to my PS4 controllers, yeah. which couldn't make it through one session of this game, <laughs> and sort of I, my I, PS5 I, I controllers. I can't stop was I the only one who
2: watched that bootleg pilot of the Battlestar Galactica follow-up series with like most of the cast of Battlestar oh, Galactica? Caprica. No, it was they played cops in San Francisco, but the opening narration is like, "But what if science was never invented?" And you get to see, oh, like, the Golden yeah. Gate Bridge is held up by fire, and uh, they are cops who shoot out of little discs. The end of the episode, they find a gun and are baffled as to what it is and how it works. That does it's sound familiar. <laughs> one of the silliest, high-budget things you have never been allowed to see. I forget what—Precinct 13— is that what it's called, Precinct Thirteen? Really? Is this it's from the eighties, or is this no? From the this is reboot? like right after Battlestar ended, like ten years ago. Okay, oh, the, the second
0: this. Battlestar, because this it, it, that never sounds aired. like something after the first Battlestar. It's, that yeah, it's, I could it's out there that. on
2: the internet, and it's it's hilarious mm. that they, that yes, they live in a world of magic, and when you introduce practical things like guns and gunpowder, they have no idea what to do with them.
1: I don't think that survived very far past the pilot. If I remember, it, right.
2: it was never the pilot was never shown. It oh, is so wow, stupid. Okay. But it is very expensive to look upon.
0: And has if you that. miss the Battlestar
2: cast, they're like all in it. Yeah.
0: Just think of that. Cop Rock made the air. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Several wow. episodes. <laughs> Let's be
1: careful out there. <laughs>
0: I love, love Cop Rock. It could
1: not make up its mind if it wanted to be NYPD Blue or a fun musical. And in the yeah. end, it failed
0: to be either. But just think, how bad a show has to be for the pilot to not even air at that but point. But Horizon, Horizon... uh Horizon also, is good, not bad. Again, not not to
1: spoil too much, but like some of the fantasy tropes that it involves, an ancient evil that has been sealed away and is being unsealed by people who want to take its power, but really it just wants to destroy everything. It's It's just like, yeah, boilerplate fantasy, but presented and recontextualized in a very interesting way,
0: I think. Yeah, um, even the dungeons in that game, they're basically just robot factories, you know, mm-hmm. but the but the people there view them as like, oh no, these are these evil places. You can't one must never they go inside. Spawn them. monsters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which they do because they're mm-hmm. building the robots that are meant to take care of the planet or whatever mm-hmm. the heck their job
1: is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway, Love Horizon, Zero Dawn, very excited for Forbidden West. But it in my
2: face. But as, it.
1: as as fascinating as it is, to mm. dig into the lore that's in the game, find out what happened to the old world, I guarantee you the answers will not leave you with as much despair as this one does.
4: One. You guys go. This is my fight. I can't ask you to die for me. Why, aren't we the bold ones? And yet I fear that would be a foolish course of action that this juncture.
0: Besides, we'd never let you do that! Would you all please just shut the hell up? What? I'm just saying, if you bastards want to have a goddamn civilized discussion on the merits of bravery and sacrifice, we can do it later! Is this your way of encouraging us?
4: Have we truly sunk to motivational speeches from a woman in her
0: undergarments?
2: I guess so. Is near 1.
0: This is near yeah. with all the numbers after, This is near yes.
3: replicate 1.22474487139. It's like a Trump call quest. You got to say the Thank whole you. thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: Totally didn't Google it. Yeah, yeah, I could tell from the Alan Rickman book that, that they're with the, mm-hmm. the, the sarcastic it, I, I always book.
1: thought it was more of a James Mason book. It, Jeremy it's like
0: a James... A yeah. little Jeremy Irons in there, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not quite James Mason all the way, James no, Mason. Not entirely, no. no. It's,
1: <laughs> grim Grimmar Weiss, or Weiss, and the main character who's normally called Nier, but I don't think ever referred to as that in the game, and uh, yeah, they kine who is a woman who fights in lingerie in in the far post-apocalyptic future and uh emile who's a little boy who turns into a weird skeleton creature
0: that with a truck in the second in 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 the the next one yeah yeah. near where short short sorry this had to get that out that is my 80s side talking to me it's a Nair so, commercial? No. So,
2: 50s side coming up.
0: What's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were 80s kids, so our parents, yes, yeah. that was their nostalgia, so we're and kind of. We, it was our commercials. We're like second generation 50s kids.
1: Sort of, yeah. Everything was 50s shit in the 80s. Yes, yep. But yes, you. It, and when playing near, you have this strange, magical world that is clearly built on the ruins of something much more impressive. These books speak of ancient technology far beyond anything we could ever imagine. What could have happened to this world? And the thing is, when the game opens, before you get to that fantasy world, you get a glimpse of exactly what happened to it, because the main characters are in the present-day holing up in the gutted remains of a supermarket trying to find food as Yona, near sister, slowly dies of something. And then Mm -hmm. these creatures attack and uh, you get brief moments of dialogue like...
4: (laughs) Hey, you okay? I, I think so. I'm sorry. (laughs) It'll stop in a second. I promise. (laughs) But what about those monsters? Are they... Are they going to come back for me?
0: Don't worry, Yona. I won't let those things anywhere near you. And
1: that's kind of the whole plot of the game. Don't let the monsters near Yona. There's a weird time skip and suddenly the same characters are in the far future and they don't say anything about where you just saw them.
3: This game is something else because it's like kind of a remake of the first Nier that was out like on PS3.
1: Yeah. Well it it like near replicant the new one it it is a remake. So uh but but it, well actually no what they said is it's not a remake, it's a version up. So this is like an improved port of the original according to the creators even though the original is like over 10 years old now. Up. I will take their word for it and keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> version but up. uh it is it's what it is is an improved version uh that kind of irons out a lot of the pain points. Of the original, but keeps in the endless, inane side quests that it wants you to complete. Because why would you not want those? It also, when near came out in the U.S., uh, it was this version that was in Japan as Near Gestalt, and near as when we got it was like about this this middle aged dad trying to save his daughter. But yeah. the Replicant uh, is apparently the original version where near is like an older brother. And yeah, they just is. thought that that wouldn't wouldn't resonate with Americans quite the same way, and they were right because it's more interesting to be a grizzled old dude. I think
4: um,
0: they were years ahead of their time. Right, right. eventually <laughs> well, the games I'm, industry here would catch up with that. I'm already somebody's brother. I
2: would, yeah, I don't know that I would go fight for my sister.
0: <laughs> I want
1: to fantasize I play, about being a dad. Yeah. I
3: played Replicant last year because I played Automata. and I'd never played the original near, but I played a demo of automata, I Really liked the combat because Platinum Games did an amazing job with it. And played automata and then I was like, okay, this is a really strange world and interesting game. So when Replica came out, I was like, cool, I want to jump into it. And combat's good. The side quests do get really tedious. Oh, yeah. Super Mm -hmm. tedious. Uh, But it's a fun game technically. Like, on the technical side, the boss fights and things are really, really good. Mm -hmm. The story works in, in one of those ways where... You keep going through it, and it doesn't really have like kind of a thing where you replay. It, but they'll say like you've got ending A, ending B, C. But you're you really going through chapters of the story. The mm-hmm. farther you get into it, the crazier it gets when you find out what's really going on.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess I said Darksiders had no future as a franchise, and I probably shouldn't say that if we're going to bring up Near in the same segment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it it might. I mean, Near Automata was pretty popular. Yeah, no, the no reason I am saying like Near Automata,
2: like. Sh- I thought shouldn't have happened when I remember when it was announced. We laughed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, just because no. like I can't believe they're making a sequel. And then that revitalized the brand entirely to where people will probably buy the next six games. Yeah, uh, I mean the reason that, that re-release
0: happened was oh shit, we need more near. Uh, and all right, well we can't make a new game in less than eight years or whatever. So yeah, it took okay, us let's ten do years this. to make this one. Yeah, let's do the remake and, and get that out there a few years later. But I, I think there's a there will be a big appetite for. Whatever a new near looks like, and I think they've proven with Automata, it doesn't really need the same characters, same setting. Like they they have some common characters, uh, uh, Emil yeah. being one, but uh, it's like a tenuous relationship. Well, and, and
1: Automata is also like it's it's super weird because okay, so near replicant happens about some something like fourteen hundred years after the present day. Yeah. Yeah. Near Automata happens like 9000 years after that. Yeah. yeah and right. and it is completely seemingly completely divorced from the events of Near. They talk about uh well, how how in like the year 5000 something or other humanity was f- brought low by an invading alien force.
4: 5012 AD. The year mankind's glorious history came to a sudden and abrupt end.
2: When the world was invaded by aliens from beyond the stars, the aliens unleashed a new breed of weapon, machine life forms that all but
4: annihilated human civilization.
1: And so we have a bunch of androids on a space station that go and fight the machines that have completely overtaken the Earth and uh and it, uh, both of these schemes get like super fucking bleak near the end and and it's it's really just about like shrugging off the the ways of the past and learning to look toward the future, not defining yourself by some purpose that was laid down
0: thousands of years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah they're both examinations of what it means to be human mm-hmm. like what what is humanity even, and yeah they're, they're yeah. both similar themes and i guess the themes would be the biggest thing that connects those games yeah. but uh, very, both both interesting in their own right interestingly Nier is also a spin-off of a
1: game called Dragon Guard that brand- right. it, it comes from like yeah. a, a very specific like ending e from Drakengard, which is one possibility where and and not to get too spoiler i guess but so the in this this ending the big bad crosses dimensions from this fantasy world of Guard into the real world of Tokyo and the dragon and the rider Kaim follow and they fight and destroy it, shatter this thing. And then you get like this weird soundless video of it's like black and white grainy of like the dragon and the rider, like, you know, looking out victoriously over the destruction that they've caused and you see these two bright points of light with smoke trails behind them come in and collide with the dragon. And then you see, like, the rider's body falling and the dragon's body falling, both slowly disintegrating. And you hear...
2: This is Bravo 1. Unidentified target
1: has been neutralized. Over and out. So, going to the real world destroyed, but the event that they, they uh, took part in... Destroying this boss, then, uh, spread a contagion called, uh, white chlorination through the world. And that is like what kicks off Nier's sequence of events. And I think there's something about like humans were able to reverse engineer magic based on, on this crossover. And that's why weird
0: monsters and magic exist in the world of Nier.
1: And, uh, it's, it's real
0: strange. Um, Oddly enough, this this is the gonna be the written ending to Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, the TV show fucked it all up. Danny mm-hmm. with the city and the dragon, but they were supposed to be. Yeah, missile was supposed to just knock her out of the yeah. sky. I mean, and, that would have been way better. And normally, I wouldn't
1: say <laughs> the ending, but like I think it's this is one of several alternate endings. It's not the true ending of Dragon Guard. Yeah, if you which if ma- you play the near games, they ma- have like yeah alphabet ending. Makes it even yeah. weirder that this is. That that spun off a whole series, if it's not the canon ending.
3: Nier is one of those things also that there's so much ridiculous things that are part of the lore. There's like, uh Yokotaro has like written a novel and a play, and there's, there's so much crazy stuff that if you want to fall into that, you can just throw mm-hmm. yourself right into it and get lost in it. Oh, yeah. Or you can just... Fight some enemies and beat up some bosses and call it day. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm I'm more there to appreciate like the graphic design and stuff. Like like he he has an interesting looking world and interesting concepts. Mm. I don't know that I'm there for the narrative per se. Like just just the strict narrative of those. Oh, groups.
1: so so you don't like uh, moments like this.
4: His wondrous grace has become a god. Bec- um, god. Oh we no! shall become as gods. You as well shall become as gods. Bec- um, as god. <laughs> we as well become as gods. Bec- um, as god. All of you shall become as gods. Bec- um, as god. All of you shall become as gods. shall become as gods. All of you shall become as gods. All of you shall become as gods. All of you shall become as gods.
3: I'm picturing this scene in my oh, head because geez. I'll never forget when I first saw that. Yeah. That's one of the strangest moments I've ever seen in a game, in Automata. It really is. It's one of the saddest moments in gaming, too. It kind of yeah. Is, yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, the fact that there was a... I'll just, you know, say, like, a robot cult is all yeah. I'll say.
0: Yeah. Tries
1: wow. to become as gods. Yeah. Yoko
3: Taro is something else.
1: Yeah. It really is. It <laughs> builds these very engaging, strange stories, and then just pulls off tragedy in, in very memorable ways. Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor, though. In all seriousness,
3: the soundtracks are great. If you don't want to play this, if this all sounds like not your thing, the music is phenomenal.
4: Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah, no, I know. Re- I I recommend both Automata and Replicant, especially Replicant over the original Near because I think they took a lot of the lessons that they learned uh, with Automata's combat and gameplay and incorporated them into Near Replicant. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's a much smoother yeah. experience. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, both both very compelling. Uh, strongly recommend them, but yeah, we should probably wrap this up. That has been our top five. Hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff, so stay tuned.
4: get
0: scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash Time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free
1: podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste.
2: No, we're just out of a screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm here with the Most knowledgeable man I know in the field of all things Spider-Man, Chris Baker. How you doing, buddy?
0: Uh, you're too kind. Thank you, Chris.
2: I couldn't get tickets at all for the Thursday screening. The Spider-Man tickets sold out real fast, crashed AMC's website. And I asked around, does anybody want to see Spider-Man at 1pm on Friday? (laughs) Because it's like, I'm not dodging spoilers again. I'm just not. I'm gonna, I'll go with you again on Saturday whenever you can do it, but I'm gonna, Experience is fresh, super important to me. And I'm, I like that the hype for this movie was like through the roof. But when I saw Endgame, I think it, I was talking to you about it, like I didn't, the trailer only showed like the first 40 minutes of the movie. I had no, no idea what oh, yeah, endgame yeah. was even going like, to be about.
0: Time travel and all that was like completely left right. out of the. I, I,
2: yeah. I, I read your movie sites and all that stuff, but I'm really good at avoiding spoilers. But like, dude, the Spider-Man stuff just crept over into everything. And when I finally walked out of the movie, I'm like, yeah, other than the post credit scene, like, that, all of that, all of that was spoiled for me, like, naturally on Facebook. Man, they broke through. I got hit by every spoiler. It was still, it, you need to see it, even if it's been spoiled. Certain details have been spoiled for you.
0: Get Bonus Time, a weekly, uncensored, and commercial free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on patreoncom lasertime.
1: And welcome back to our final segment where we're not going to waste any time making jokes or delaying the inevitable he's as I struggling to, to waste time. I am. I, it's difficult. <laughs> I'm, he's waiting for the post apocalypse. I'm not coming game apocalypse. up with anything funny to string this out anyway.
4: They are new releases. They are releasing new-
2: If you
1: just let me go for another hour and a half with that, Matt, we would have been overtime, and we wouldn't have to do the second half of the show. What are you, a Republican filibustering of <laughs> Alan Bill?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. No, because they they don't have to do that that's anymore. True. They Re- just say oh, right. they want yeah. to, they want to do the filibuster. And part. that's like, considered no, like,
1: well, honor system, we'll just assume that you did it. It's like Bill and Ted yeah. or something. Like, well, you said no, make
0: you did Ted did, Cruz so. pee his pants on the fucking mm-hmm. floor of the Senate, please. I want to see that. Yeah, she- I, I, I want to
2: watch him eat his own beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, because yeah, a lot of those Republican guys they can't skip a meal. <laughs> let's be honest. It's <laughs> true.
2: I had Beef O'Brady's deliver. <laughs>
0: Beef O'Brady's. <laughs> Please tell me that's one of those real Florida chains that where I was yeah. like, that's not right. Yeah,
3: yes, yes As it is. a Texas native, but it's not like one from here that I
4: recognize.
0: Well, I'm, I think I, off mic, I shocked you guys. We were sharing images of uh, Bullwinkle's entertainment yeah. centers. And I'm like, oh, no, that's the one that I grew up near. And you're like, what? what? And I'm like, oh, I, yeah.
2: I just found out about it. A uh, Bullwinkle that used Chuck E. Cheese robot technology to be like, <laughs>
0: Hey, Rocky, I say happy, you say birthday. It was literally a reskin of Chuck E. Cheese robots. And well, they still st- exist. And Pizza did, too, right? There's, like, right? one like in Portland. Were, um, yeah. yeah. I love looking at that the, shit. They're re- redoing the one in Upland, California. It is worth a Google search. Wow. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It had the best go-karts in the area. I'll say that. But that has nothing to do with Crossfire <laughs> X, which is the first new release that I want to talk about. um You'll get caught up in the crossfire. X. <laughs> this game sure is free or part of Game Pass. And uh, man, I, I played the campaign part, which is done by Remedy. That's crazy. Is, really? it, is it weird and dreamlike? And if not, why bother? So no. So so no, that's, that's what's crazy though, right? Is it's like a very straight up, at times it looks really pretty. And we know Remedy can, can create pretty stuff. There is a dreamlike sequence toward the beginning. There's two campaigns, first of all, and they're each like three to four hours long, apparently. I'm, I'm only like halfway into the first campaign. It is so not Remedy in so many ways. It A lot of time feels like a 360, an Xbox 360 Call of Duty campaign. Like, it, it's really old feeling, the campaign, right? It's got some... Horrendous voice acting, like like some stuff where I just went, oh no, oh no. But um, I mean, it's it's free, so I can't really complain, you know. But I mean, it's uh, not
2: free for everybody, is it? Like it's just free in Game Pass.
0: No, you're right. I believe the multiplayer is free for everyone, but the campaigns are included with Game Pass. Otherwise, you have to pay for them. I think they're ten dollars each campaign, something like that. Oh, okay. So the campaign is one thing, and that's what I'm there for, right? That's, that's kind of what I play. But apparently, I've just been reading reviews, the multiplayer, which is supposed to be the follow-up. This, this is one of the biggest multiplayer shooters of all time outside the United States. Um, it's the follow-up to that. Like Crossfire, the original, was huge in Asia and globally, but just not in the States. And this was supposed to be them saying, we're gonna take the, you know, the highest played it's basically a counter strike clone of all mm. time. Uh and and bring it to the States in this awesome next gen version. And it apparently launched broken and people are just kinda trashing it in reviews. Um you know, if you're if you're hankering for a shooter no. and don't want to spend the money on battlefield or that stuff, sure it's there and, and you can play it, but uh I would wait. I, I was telling Michael, you ever play a game no. That you suspect might be secretly <laughs> breaking your console <laughs> while you play it. Yes. This game did that. Um, it's one of those things. I started playing it, and the sound was off by, like, a second and a half. Yeah. Like, I would see lips move, and the sound was off, and I'm like, what the fuck? So then I restarted my Xbox, and all was well, and it was finally synced up, and I'm like this game feels like a PC game where they were figuring out how to port it to consoles. Like, even the I, menu is like, it's that PC mouse fucking bullshit that you're moving around with with the joystick and you're like... I've am been... Just apropos, was that... What was that game you... So
2: the the castlevania S game. Is that not a new release? Infernix. That's, that's
0: on here. Yeah. That's on here.
2: Yeah, oh, i be. Well, it, fun, like... It's like the uh, Shovel Knight of Castlevania. Yes. Uh, but... Long story short, but, like, I also have never had more problems running that on an Xbox. Really? It, Interesting. Yeah, like, a, about 20 minutes before we started recording, I tried to launch it, like, four times. It just crashes and go back. It, it crashes oh. in the game, but it also crashes, like, loading. And it, huh. it'd it be one thing, but it's like a 500-meg 8-bit game. Wow. <laughs> and But my last couple games on Game Pass running on an Xbox Series X have done that kind of, too. One or- Xbox One? Or- Xbox... Jesus Xbox One X One X right yeah okay like delayed sound odd crashes and that's kind of a new thing and I just got sort of bummed out is is this something you're not going to support as well as
0: higher end machines This game sort of uh, commits a cardinal sin to me. You download the game and then you go in the game and you're like, okay, I want to play the campaign. It goes, okay, cool. We're going to start that download. Another fifty gigs outside the scope Jesus. of this game. It's not even in the UI. Like some, it's, you're way still talking prom- about
1: Crossfire, right? Not
0: yeah. France. I'm cross talking to Crossfire. The way they promise next gen would happen is like, oh, you're going to in the UI select which elements of the game you want to download from the store, and then do that. And this game is kind of that last gen feel of like, oh, you're going to download the shell of the game, and then once you're inside it, you can initiate the campaign download, which is another fifty gigs. And <laughs> oh, I thought you only wanted to download the store. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> which is front and center because it's like free to play. So it's like here's your yeah, here's the battle pass, here's the multiplayer, and, there, and there's the two modes. There's apparently like here's modern crossfire mode, and here's classic, which I don't know what the fuck I, that either, any of that means because I didn't play the original game, so it's all new to me. Um, but yeah, I would just say um, if you're hankering for a Call of Duty like experience and don't want to pay for it, check it out. But uh, I, I don't know, it left a lot to be mm. desired. I, I think they have a lot of patching. To do, in um, fact, I think the game director did one of those fall on his sword public apology things for like shipping a broken game. I
1: just feel the scene. need to point out that Call of Duty has a Call of Duty-like experience you can play for <laughs> free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it does, and a lot of first-person shooters have kind of been, other than Call of Duty, have really been shit in the bed as of late. What the fuck?
0: Well, Call of Duty you guys saw that news story, the Call of Duty Warzone devs admitted they broke that game and they're saying they will fix it for the sequel when they announced that, so yeah. But uh, yeah, so Crossfire X, I don't know, your your mileage may vary. I wasn't Man, it had
2: such a creative name. I just I just
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: expected so much innovation in a title like that.
1: Want, you know Tucker Carlson firing little ball bearings across the board.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, speaking of broken games that might be fixed now, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven uh, launched the Xbox Series X slash S version and the PS five versions. Those those came out this week. Yeah not not the not the broken
2: last gen versions, but also the new. Next gen console. Dedicated
0: versions alongside for, for PC players like myself. That's the 1.5 update, which adds some free DLC. Is that like another 50 gigs? You're
2: going to hit your data cap this week, friend. Mm.
0: Oh, I am unlimited, baby. I had to go unlimited a while ago for, for Mm -hmm. stuff like this. But, um, yeah, I'm, I honestly, I, I kind of want to dive back in. I, I stopped Cyberpunk because it was broken on PC at launch, even though I was having fun. And I said, you know what, I'm going to wait till they do the big patch. And this is the big patch, 1.5, so well, that's, that's, it's that's time the, to go back.
2: the odd incentive I never predicted 10 years ago. When like, when is a game really finished? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, maybe that's not as important as if you fix your game a year later, isn't it kind of over? Every marketing <laughs> dollar you sank into this was a waste, especially in Cyberpunk's case where it's pulled from consoles.
0: You yeah, say like, that, but I mean they had they sold a ton of, of they did they did that game. So that even with all the bullshit, they made their money back. But yeah, so yeah, year and a half after launch, uh, mm. Cyberpunk 2077 is is half. ready for you to play. I,
1: I know I played that a bunch when it came out, and like yeah. I've been I. I tried to get back into it recently, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Right, right now. And that's like, a, yeah. that's that's the curse of I'm RPGs. At. It's like oh, I, I was like 20 hours in or something,
2: and I, I had very little right. jank running the PS4 version on a PS5. Um, hmm. Didn't look bad even at the time. I, I'm not saying I'm not curious, but I let someone borrow it, and I don't remember who.
0: Hmm. PC never had most of the jank. People, t- I mean, other than your typical PC buggy yeah, jank yeah. stuff, but um, so but it. Apparently they, they, they've altered the driving system, cause the driving, even when working properly, felt broken in that oh, game, yeah. so sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is bad when you have whole quest lines built around it. <laughs> totally. I wanna yeah. go back
0: and, and play it. I, I was intrigued. I love cyberpunk, like the, the that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game's premise was interesting, I was into the story, and now that it's hopefully not broken anymore, I'll go and, and finish it, so. It's still
3: transphobic, though. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people really positive today online about going back into the game and having a lot less technical issues.
0: Yeah. So, you know. Well, and they they redid, like, the perk system, so apparently if you go back to play, like, you've gotten all your perk points back so you can redo your skill tree if if you so desire. Yeah, I don't know. Anthony, you've been playing the next one, I think, right? You've been playing King of Fighters 15.
3: King of Fighters 15 is one of the only things I've been playing this week, um... So they kind of did this release really weird where if you have the, I think, PlayStation version of the game, if you get the digital version early, like the Deluxe Edition, you could play it three days before release. Yeah, yeah. But not on PC and Xbox. So I've actually been playing this for like the past two or three days. And I haven't played King of Fighters since the last one on PS3. It's been a while.
0: But this game- I, I don't remember when the last was that official 13? version came out. I think that was 13. Yeah. Yeah. Well there was, wow. they, for a while they were just tied to years. Four, right? 14 yeah. was on PS4, I remember. I, yeah. I played
1: it yeah. some and like finished the arcade mode once and it's like, well, I'm putting this game on my games finished this year list. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, this
3: game though, I mean, first of all, the netcode, the rollback netcode is solid. It yeah. feels so smooth online.
2: That's, um, that's, that's that's actually developed by a guest and friend of the show, um, oh, nice. Julian Splane. Oh, nice. Tell them they did an amazing job, because uh,
3: yeah. I've been playing this online, I had no issues, and it's so rare these days when a, a game even... Kind of at launch for fighting games to kind of be like, oh, you know, you're going to get some metrics here and there. Drops dropped. Everything feels super smooth, super, like super responsive.
2: Mm-hmm. If he still if he still listens, I want to say I did not set that up. That's like the only thing he worked on in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he
3: did a hell of a job. Uh, everything <laughs> visually is really cool. It's got like a really cool art style to it. Um, not like cel-shaded so much, but it's kind of a little – there's something like a little different about the way it looks
0: visually. It's 3D, right? It's not 2D pixel art. It's, it's Yeah. Okay.
2: But I I loved the way the last couple of King of Fighter games looked. It made me wish I was into this shit.
3: Yeah, and it's it's also got like some like the stages. You know, there's like a lot of cool stuff in the backgrounds. I mean, like visually, it's a fun game to look at if you're not into playing fighting games. If you're watching someone play it, it's 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 got like the good old school arcade vibe of like everything looks cool. Every character has like a certain personality to them. Yeah. This game launched with, like, 38, 39 characters.
4: Holy shit. Yeah.
3: And the first two days was just me going, have I played this one yet? Because, damn, there's a lot of people to pick from. And they're already yeah. talking about everybody Anybody adding, from um,
2: Crystallis? You got butt? Is butt in here? <laughs> <laughs> got yep. to
3: be in there somewhere.
2: Yeah, God, I want to uh, touch that butt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> got that's geese, fun. though, right? You got to have geese in a kicker. Geese.
3: geese. Geese is actually, I think, part of the first DLC that's coming in about a month. What? They've already announced DLC for, like, the next month.
0: You don't and you geese don't ship a is, king, king of fighters geeseless man. Well, they they told uh, everyone technically Geese's he's been be
1: dead for decades,
0: but <laughs> look, he's in Smash Brothers, right? I think
3: uh, Terry I Terry Bogard. Oh, in Smash that's Brothers. Terry. That's Terry. But that's geese like ended that. up in Tekken and actually became one of the best that's characters. That's right. Yeah, it's really weird. That's,
0: what's the gimmick for this one? Like most of the time, you know, it's like oh, in this entry we have a new, I don't know, hyper meter or some shit like that.
3: There's a. Um, I'm probably going to get the name wrong. I want to say it was something like rush or something. Um, there's this, this whole thing where you can start a super and you can choose to like cancel that move into something bigger if you have the meter to, to burn. So you can kind of decide, well, I want to cancel this special move going to something even larger in the middle of doing it. The inputs are like not really that ridiculous. Kind of they've, they've got like a, a lot of universal super inputs for everybody. Mm-hmm. But some of this stuff is like, oh, maybe someone starts a combo, but maybe in the middle of it, they have just enough to chance it. To go for a bigger move that where the super might have taken off some damage, but maybe they do it just right. They can knock you out for like the rest of the round.
4: Okay. Um,
3: but it's, it's like just more stuff with like playing with their meters. But of course, King of Fighters, if you've never played them before, you have two ways to play the games. You can do a 1v1 match or you can have two teams of three, but mm-hmm. they're not tag fights. So you have a character that starts off for each team and whoever knocks out that person's character, of course, one character stays and your next person comes up for the other side but the character that stays gets a little smidge of health back you keep going until you've got both sides down to one character left Hmm, so it's it's not a tag but there's a three-on-three team element to it right it just prolongs the matches so you get three health
0: bars basically yeah but if you like
3: fighting games if you've been away from king of fighters for a while i think
0: this is a great game to jump into i've been having a lot of fun with it i'm just glad the series is still going man this is you know the what the their answer to Street Fighter, basically, right? Like this yeah, is, their yeah. answer,
2: like the Capcom Fighting Jam or something. Well, like I that. mean, there's
3: SNK characters in here from like Metal Slug and from like Fatal Fury, yeah. and there's a right, lot right. of stuff in here.
0: But and, and Sam Show too, right? Like, don't they kind of have some weaponless Sam Show characters that come in? And, and Crystalis,
2: fight? I'm not kidding. they are fabulous <laughs> the <problems laughs> characters.
1: Yeah, Athena and Ca Kenshi. Yes. I
3: said I hadn't seen any Sam Show characters that I recognize, but they've already talked about a lot of DLC coming, so it's probably not out of the question that later they might add some. Yeah,
1: I hate
2: saying things like this. I'm just so bad at fighting games. This seems poised to hit like a Game Pass or PS Plus, and I'm I I can't wait to what it does, and I'll play it for like ten hours and never get good. Everyone that I
3: follow in FGC is really. Big on this game right now, and a lot of people like oh, Justin Wong's been playing this for like days, so it's getting like a lot of good love in like the fighting game community right now. So I think it's gonna do pretty good.
4: Nice, yeah,
2: it looks, it looks like if Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was next gen and bright instead of two generations old and everybody had like shadows all over them, yeah, um, brightness. I see what you're saying about the cell shaded stuff, it's uh, yeah, that it's would really be trying cool. to describe it
3: and there's also a slightly old school vibe to it like some levels have like songs that sound like they were like from like a 90s arcade game mm, right. but you know it's it's a very modern game in in the best way all the stuff online especially since there there's like no real chance of doing in person tournaments right now that's just really crucial so it's, it's it's a really
0: good game i feel like guilty gear strive was kind of divisive where a lot of people loved it but a lot of people thought it went overboard with the visuals but this in my mind these that game has like a similar audience to this game of like oh no these are like the hardcore fighting yeah. game games, yeah like the super I, I was gonna
1: say games. like I, I used to be good at fighting games like in the 90s and they got way too fucking complicated and like but by, by the time i was hearing people talking about frame counting it's like no i'm out i'm out. i don't this does not sound fun at all i'm sorry
3: I love fighting games, but all that frame counting stuff, I've never bothered. I'm still old school. Like, okay, let me learn a couple of moves here, yeah, commit that yeah. to memory, and just jump in. Yeah,
1: like, so, I'm, yeah. I'm real good at throwing Hadoukens and doing the thing where Ryu jumps forward and does a roundhouse in the air and then ducks and does another sweeping roundhouse.
2: Oh, devastating, Michael. You can you're totally play
1: King of Fighters. <laughs> all right.
0: <Yeah. laughs> nice. Anyone play Warhammer 3? Total War Warhammer 3? No. 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 Didn't Think, think so. about who you're talking
2: to. What do we look like nerds?
0: <laughs> well, we're we're retro nerds because I think most of us played Infernax or Infernax. Yes. Well, it was also um, free, quote unquote, on with game, game Pass. I. Game yeah, yes. Play, played it on via Game Pass, and it's a um, retro game that more harkens back to eight bit than sixteen yeah. bit. It feel, feels very Castlevania, yeah. like it, yes, like I think what yeah. Chris
1: said earlier is true. It it's it's like
0: Shovel Knight. What, what Shovel Knight was to Ducktales, this is to Castlevania. Sure. Yeah. Well, and it, it even has some Metroidvania e type stuff with like unlocking areas of the oh, map, totally and there's yes. like st- there's stuff that's like I can't jump that high yet. But mm. I'm a I I got later. it. Very
2: simple. It's a good Simon's quest.
0: Yes,
4: mm-hmm. that's a good it's way so to put it. To check this out. That's a good Simon's <laughs> so
0: for
1: to yeah. the point where it it actually has a bunch of little non-Simon's Quest, Like uh, I think a friend of the show Nadia Oxford tweeted out that. There's, there's a cliff that looks like the one from Simon's Quest where you'd need, like, have to kneel with the crystal and then a tornado comes along after 10 seconds. And if you do that, uh, if you kneel on the cliff, like, yes, a tornado will come along and take you up and take you away and then you just get a little cutscene where it's saying like, oh, he didn't know that, uh, kneeling with for 10 seconds on this cliff would summon a deadly tornado. If it had, yeah. he probably
0: wouldn't have. And it's just like all these chunks of your character start flying out of the tornado. It's just going blend becomes a blend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Th- apparently there's a lot of trolling moments. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I, I do like about the game is it's, it has a bit sensibilities, especially with the difficulty, but it's very self-aware and is kind of riffing with a sense of humor about mm-hmm. those type of games. Like it, it, it feels very true to those games. I don't know about you guys, but even like the feel of the combat, like felt very 8-bit to me. My, my
2: criticisms are all the same criticisms I have of Castlevania. Like, man, this jump sucks. Mm.
0: And yes. It's supposed to. Oh, yeah, it's supposed like, to. Like there, there are times where I'm like jumping higher. There's an enemy on a ledge that is lower than my jump goes, and I have to like time when I'm going to swing my weapon to yep. make sure I can hit him on my way down. It's it's very that, um, but but at least they they have they tell jokes about it it. like they do acknowledge it
2: made made me wonder like did konami lock down the whole whip thing because what does this dude have like a mace yep it's like it's a mace yeah it's a mace and it's adorable as you bludgeon people with it they'll like you'll dent heads with blood clots Mm
4: -hmm.
1: it's cute and gross and you can
4: can get covered
0: in blood which is unusual for an sprite. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it looks very 8-bit, but then it's, of course, like Shovel Knight. It's doing stuff that you mm-hmm. could never do in that era. Um, I also like it. it is a little Dark Souls-inspired with the whole, like, uh, if you die, you can either choose to continue to a certain place, but you're going to give up a portion of the currencies you've earned up to that point. And you can you only can- do that once. Uh, I think so, yeah. Because yeah, well, yeah. at least the difficulty level I chose—you only really get one life yeah, above. Unless the, you want to
1: switch like, to casual mode, yeah. yeah it's
2: it's infuriating mode. and um in a great way.
4: <laughs> and
2: I'm yeah. still playing. If I could load it, and again, I don't. Yeah, that's a bummer
0: it's, that it's breaking your one X at the time regarded as the most powerful console ever made. Like that's how they yes, marketed yeah, the one X. having a rough time ago. with
2: this this 500 meg game. Um, but you know I don't, I don't think that's totally the game's fault because like when I downloaded Splunky too, like you said, man, this sound is way off, and I can't fix it i've tried re- restarting my xbox it's odd these little Indies are having trouble on a the the third best Xbox.
0: <laughs> I think some of that's the OS because it is the same OS yeah. from One X to Series X. Is like sometimes that OS is just really that's buggy. that's my concern.
2: Not with these game, not with any of the game specifically. I'm not calling them out. It's with however Microsoft is prioritizing updating the OS on the older consoles because yeah. this normally never would have happened.
0: Every problem I've had with my Series X is OS related. Like yeah, know, it'll be weird freezes, and I have to try to hard reboot. And it's like, oh shit! Now I don't remember your controller, or yeah. you got to remap your controller, or, or that awful thing.
1: horse shit where you try to start a game and it's just unresponsive, and then you try to start a few more times, and it goes to black, and then it comes back to the menu screen, and you then then I just like, okay, how long do I have to wait before it tells me this needs needs an update?
0: Right, and it's not even like a PC where you can hear it thinking with the hard drive. It just, it's just silently yeah. doing that, and you're and like, it, "What are you processing?" It ignores right now?
1: you. That's how it <laughs> yes. feels. It feels like it's ignoring me.
0: It's the most passive aggressive console. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's not just me that that happens to mm-hmm. on Xbox quite a bit, and I'm like, "Am I?" Am I moving too fast for the most powerful console ever created? <laughs> what the fuck?
2: I'm too advanced. <laughs>
0: like, I, if you are going to put that in your marketing, I am going to make fun of it whenever your console can't keep up with my old slow ass. Um, hey, talking about retro games and retro-inspired games, River City Girls Zero... Mm-hmm. Is a localized version of a 1994 Super Famicom game that never came to the states. Uh, Shin, Niketsu, Koha, Kunio, Tachi, Nobanka. Um, it, but it's basically kind of a prequel, I believe, to River City Girls. Yeah. Um, but this one has some enhancements. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just, oh yeah, we ported the game.
1: And it's one of those things that blows my mind. It's like, this is actually, I like, I, I just played a little bit of it, like on an emulator a few years ago. I was like, this is actually a really solid, river city game why was it never brought to the u.s like americans loved river city ransom we right. never got a single sequel but uh japan got tons of them why i'm, I'm
2: gonna say this the same reason they never re-released any of the other kudio games plus women protagonists hmm. <laughs> which <think? laughs> is senseless because that's what makes this game like visually distinct as hell yeah
0: well that's the thing though they're not the main playables right they're 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 two yeah, of it's, the four it's and Riki and
1: yeah then the two girls this is where yeah. they were introduced and that's why in in river city girls like their rivals say like uh you are introduced in a non-localized super famicom game <laughs> like <laughs> you're not even part of the main crew
0: what I I'm love in that so game, confused. how like they think of them as their boyfriends, mm-hmm. and the boy, the, the guys like barely know who they yeah, are. It's yeah. great. And the
2: theme song, yeah, I love that theme song. Oh, and Every this one—that that's one of the
0: enhancements. This features music by River City Girls composer Megan, Megan McDuffie, McDuffie and Demon Dice, and includes anime style like um, intro. Like there's, they they added some cinematics to this.
2: game. Um sure. I gotta say this to the fellow children: I never listen to Spotify, but when I do. It is the Megan McTavish station cuz I love the oh. music of Vernon Joe Girls Rogan. That's so all much. Chris listens to on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course I'm not going to miss an episode of bro-pra. Bro-pra. <laughs> bropra. Never. That is now in my brain forever. Yeah, Never. Um Deepak Bropra <laughs> Elk meat Bropra
0: <laughs> Bro. Bro. Uh and then yeah, of course, Michael mentioned at top of the show, Horizon Forbidden West comes out at the end of the week, so expect full thoughts yes. on that one on next week. Expect week's us show. to not stop talking about it. We all have
2: it because we're great influencers and Sony respects us mm-hmm, a great deal. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but we don't want to waste your time with uh our thoughts in the first three quarters of the nah, game. Nah, so. you
0: don't hear that. Well, if <laughs> anything, the only negative thing I've heard about that game so far is yeah, it's it's a lot it's like the same. first game, and I'm like, Great, that's yeah. exactly what <laughs> I, I want the first yeah. game. <laughs> Plus swimming and air gliding and and more Breath of the Wild-like activities. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, honestly, it could just be another of that game and I would be fine with it in a new setting. Like, yeah. Yeah. Totally be down for that. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't
1: wait. Uh, Is that it for new releases?
0: According to the notes. All right. Well,
1: let's move along too.
4: News. Uh. <laughs> Golly!
2: Somebody open a crypt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <What is that? laughs> yeah, I mean, I am. I'm rotting on the inside over here. So yes,
0: absolutely. A uh, bit of a slow game news week this week, but that does not. Mean it was a slow bra, 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 Segment! <laughs> hey guys, you know what's hot? That all the kids can't stop talking about, and that we just need a movie. BioShock. Oh man, this is the long in development BioShock movie is finally coming out. Um, this thing is, has been basically in development hell for a while. Yeah, when was the uh, last but-
1: BioShock game? Was that 2011?
0: But Infinite, like, man. Yeah. Infinite like, was like, was like 2013. 2013,
1: 2013.
0: think that late. At one point, Gore Verbinski, Pirates of the Caribbean, right. Gore oh. Verbinski was attached to a Bioshock movie. and I He was also
2: attached to the Uncharted movie, to be I, fair. Yes.
0: I don't <laughs> think that he's doing this one. This is coming to Netflix, which is, I'm like, okay, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, if if it's if Netflix announced that. then it'll I happen.
2: would imagine it'd be a series if it'd go to Netflix because they, they like to uh, uh, waste film.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's sort of a bummer because I think like people were super hyped for that because man, you remember like remember how awesome it was to be in the glow of the first Bioshock. No one could stop talking about it. I remember I was like showing it to roommates. You have to see this game just in action. It's amazing. Yeah, you kept telling Um, me.
0: Would you kindly check out this game? It's so good.
1: (laughs) Yes, a roommate obeys. Honestly, part of me is hoping that it's, I want to see it as like a Mad Men style prestige series. And when I say that, I mean set firmly in the 60s with that sense of design about the construction and founding of Rapture and like bringing together all these weirdos and misfits and, and captains of industry to create their massive, expensive, cautionary underwater
0: tale. They're, they're libertarian utopia. Mm -hmm. What could go wrong when everyone only cares about themselves? The game's
2: game's so short and it's like not really a living brand at this point. I don't really, I I can see why Studio's cooled on it and it's it's a great
0: universe though. Like I love the idea. At least at the first, hopefully it's it's gotta be under. That's the thing. They're not doing the Sky Cloud City. It's such
1: a great universe that I kinda I'm not that interested in watching someone just shoot their way through it. Like there you go. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to well, see it come together first.
3: I'm kind of wondering if Ken Levine's going to end up having anything to do with this because didn't he stop making games to like write a Logan's Run remake like years ago? He's
0: apparently still working on a thing that uh I think some stories came out recently is like yeah, it's still in pre-production or something. So Yeah. Uh mm. and so I I say this will probably come out and yet so Netflix announced that it. it still doesn't have a writer or any kind of filmmaker mm. formally attached to the Here's project. Here's your chance, that's, listeners. That's a, yeah. yeah, but also not a great sign. But hey, if, I don't know, maybe Netflix had to please shareholders by announcing mm. this thing. I, I don't it's, know why it's, you'd it's announce it. it without having a director or a writer attached
2: I, to I it. I think in, in both of these instances, it's um, every everybody who has not bought up other companies and franchises really needs to make a desperate grasp for pre-existing franchises that aren't attached to big companies. Mm. And weirdly, even though 2K is hardly what you'd call a small company, this isn't attached to anything. And the next piece of news is like, oh yeah, neither is this thing. So, Paramount's yeah. gonna quadruple down on this because they have a streaming platform to promote. That sucks.
0: <laughs> well, this was this is Netflix though, not Paramount+. Plus.
2: I know, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Everything net, that Netflix had 18 months ago, all its big shit went to Disney Plus, and uh,
1: yeah, so so yeah, they, 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 like they, they, they had some giant deals with
2: Warner Brothers, Universal, and Disney, and they all started their own streaming services and took all their shit back. Yeah. yeah, and and so Netflix is probably like making calculated and desperate grass for big IP that they don't have to create from scratch because that's how the only way they can
0: survive. Yeah, Take Two CEO, Strauss Zelnick, made a statement about it, and in that statement he just talked about like uh Cloud Chamber Studios at which is a two K studio, is deep in active development on the next iteration in the game series. Uh and so this is I could see them trying to time these things together, like this might come out with the next game. I hope it wouldn't be based on the next game. Like again, just, just go back just to the name original.
2: wise, how do you improve on Infinite?
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's been done. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's been done.
0: Well, Infinite plus one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. plus 1. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how do you how do you where do you go from the ending of Infinite, right? Which is basically like if we mm-hmm. can tell a BioShock story in any dimension I, or I, universe. I think goes, that's
1: where you go cuz they've just said like we don't have to stick to canon ever.
0: <laughs> All you need is a fucking lighthouse, man. Mm-hmm. There's always a yeah, lighthouse. It's always a lighthouse. There's always a lighthouse. So, um there's always Sonic in addition to a mm-hmm. lighthouse. So Sonic the who would have thought that Sonic would be the best video game movie adaption, adaptation? adaptation? So uh, Sonic 2 isn't even out, but they already confirmed, Paramount confirmed Sonic 3 and a spin-off, huh? Huh? Ooh. Spin-off? Series, uh, st- starring Knuckles, featuring Idris Elba as no. Knuckles wow. on the series, okay. coming to Paramount+. Plus. I, like um,
2: I need your power. <laughs>
0: So yeah, Paramount Plus is getting, talking about the streaming services, they're getting the Idris Elba Knuckles series but, and Sonic 3 already confirmed and being worked on. That's, so. that's what I'm talking, cause
2: Paramount Plus is so awful. Like, so genuinely awful as a streaming service. If it wasn't five dollars, I would come to every one of your houses and swat it out of your fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, it, yeah, okay. they should
0: just call it South Park plus a bunch of other yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like, it's like Star, Star Trek And plus grift, like, uh, like (laughs) for, for most of our listeners, it's, it's the worst. Other than like the, the occasional wonder shows and and South Park Mm. stuff, but they're getting some better exclusives. But again, Sonic is the biggest property not locked down by any of these major studios. And why wouldn't you? I was, I was seeing the other biggest Paramount property of the moment, Jackass, Mm. Jackass Four. And the Sonic trailer came on and the response and the theater. Was amazing. Like, everyone's like, oh, fuck, that looks great.
0: It did, I mean, they showed it during the Super Bowl and people, Sonic 2 looks great, man. Like, I'm, I'm not it joking does. when I say the Sonic movies might be the best mm. video game movies, uh, that they're made. I, I did like the Pokemon, Detective Pokemon, or Detective mm. Pikachu movie was yeah. pretty mm-hmm. good, but,
2: uh, yeah. No, I but don't know. there's, there's something pure and authentic and modern about the Sonic movies. There again, I don't think it's as great as P- it's not going to save the video game movie, and apparently, the Uncharted movie is receiving quite a. Thrashing. Oh boy, yeah, no, I have um, a story
0: about that later on. But uh, you know what it is, Chris? It's the Marston Magic Baby, James Marston Baby. You need a
2: CG character to talk to to, to nobody, a handsome boy. <laughs> James
0: Marston is your man. James-
2: he can fix Girl his
1: Cyclops. fix his eyes at any point in space where your character might be. it's just, but it's it's bizarre, <laughs> just because the, the the nature of the times
2: that we live in. A COVID. Made Sonic like the last movie in movie theaters, right, so yeah, it made it a huge on-demand brand when it came out four months later. I would, I think, maybe bigger than it would have been otherwise. And then two, Paramount has to push. If you go to the Paramount Plus, it has to highlight Sonic as the biggest thing it has because it is. It's yeah. like, and it's also doubling down on the Master Chief series. Um, That's right? It's just—it's yeah. so strange.
0: Well, I, in. You know, if you miss, like, old Jim Carrey, the Sonic movies are the only thing that basically has brought out his Ace Ventura site, other than a Cable Guy commercial during the Super Bowl. He looks like he's having fun and improvising. He's having a great time in those movies, you can tell. And that guy has
2: has worried me over the last seven years or so.
0: Yes, it's like, okay, this is like... Hate to say, it, this is like old Jim Carrey. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like when Eddie Murphy started doing funny stuff again after his foray into family <laughs> movies. You're like, oh, good, Eddie Murphy's back. Say fuck. Say say a swear <laughs> word, Eddie. Come on, let's do it.
2: It's that Jim Carrey has the power to say no to that mustache, and he didn't. <laughs> and he makes a lot of jokes about it in the trailer. It's awesome. It's great. It's it probably his great. favorite one of his favorite things about the character. I think he's he said something to that effect. Like I'm just having fun and. That's yeah. all I care about that's, right now. That's all, yeah.
0: that's all I want to got
2: He's got $100 million to sit on and he's allowed to have fun. Mm-hmm.
3: And it makes it even better because in the movie it's like – I mean the, there's something I think kind of in there where Sonic and Detective Pikachu both being more like kind of kids movies and mm-hmm. not so much focused on being tied to just a video game but being just fun family movies, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. Because Sonic – like the Sonic movies are better than most Sonic things that have come out in several years. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um Hey, here is a kind of feel-good story. Uh, Sony is going to plant a tree for everyone who unlocks a certain trophy in Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, this is part of the Play and Plant program to commemorate the release of Forbidden West. It's uh, tied to Arbor Day, Arbor Day Foundation, you know, the Hell biggest yeah. holiday we have, Arbor Day. It used to
2: be my birthday.
0: All right. All right.
2: Um, where are they planting these trees?
0: There's three reforestation projects across the U.S. Boy, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Douglas County in Wisconsin, Uh <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire Private Lands in California, and Torreya State Park in Florida, Chris.
2: Hell yeah. I was going to say do it in Texas where uh, Ted Cruz is welcoming Bitcoiners in to destroy the country. <laughs> Destroy the state with a, with a currency that has no affiliation with the country it's in. Well,
1: I was going to say, what do you have to do to unlock the trophy? Go to uh, the special cave that turns your CPU cycles over to a giant network uh, crypto
0: miner. Yes. This is exactly right.
2: Uh, speaking, speaking of unpopular, this is going to be a great time to reveal. The VGA Osama Bin Laden NFTs. (laughs) These are going to be launched exclusively by the time you're hearing this. Mm -hmm. um, Mm
1: -hmm. Thing we're going a a step beyond monkey JPEGs in that you get nothing at all for what you pay. Yeah,
0: right.
2: And and just so you know, this is on the up and up. The Bin Laden family is getting nothing from this. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing.
0: But you, it's available exclusively by using LaserCoin, Uh our own uh, cryptocurrency.
1: Careful, that could exist. You don't know. It, it, it will by the time without our per- hear with this or show. without our permission, mm-hmm. it might exist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, um, last kind of weird story before the biggie that we're going to talk about. So, Nathan Drake and Chloe Frazier and their Wish dot com movie versions are coming to Fortnite. Um, I know it's not it's not rare anymore for video game crossovers to be in Fortnite or other series. It still feels weird to me, man, that you have like a first party only character appearing in some someone else's game you know like it's and, and right it's so the, already there, the actor version of them no both it's oh. both it, it's it's like the video game the naughty dog versions of Nate and Chloe and then their their movie versions with the, as i call them the wish.com lesser versions oh that's versions that's, that's deeply
1: weird that's that's like street fighter
0: the movie the game vibes <laughs> yeah, it really yes. is but but if if that game Let you fight both like the real pixel versions as well as the digitized Mm. versions from the movie. Like let uh,
2: the real Nathan Drake fight the five foot two squeaky voice version (laughs) (laughs) with no muscles.
3: Can I just custom make the Nathan Fillion version and put him in there?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you notice they didn't include Sully there because obviously Wahlberg Sully is a much much lesser version of that character. He can't can't hold a candle to the original or a mustache. I do think it's funny
1: that movie was in development so long that, uh, Wahlberg went from he was supposed
0: to play Nathan Drake to now he's right. playing Sully. Now he's silly. <laughs> uh, by the way, I did get my email the other day for that free ticket. If you bought that, the thieves collection that, that recently came out, yeah. um, they mailed you a thing. Um, apparently that movie is, is, Use your free ticket is what I'm saying. Like Maybe that's about what it's worth to go see but that Then
1: movie. I'd have to go to a theater in 2022. Here's the thing. Uncharted
2: fans. You're an Uncharted fan? You want to do something great with Uncharted? For less than the cost of this movie ticket, upgrade your Uncharted 4 to the PS5 version.
0: Yeah. And mm. Looks do great. that again. Looks and It'll be great. better
2: than anything in this movie times 10. In terms of length, you'll be able to play a lot more, and
0: you'll get Lost Legacy, which a lot of people missed, which is maybe better than four. Just and and the
2: Uncharted game, the Uncharted games have always had one of my favorite things in the world, it, like just ingrained in the series.
0: Mass murder. Yes. No Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: never. Like they've never had
0: Mark Wahlberg in the games, not once. Say so, how to your mother for me. Um And then, yeah, that this is the true big gaming news of the week. Nintendo has announced they are shuttering the 3DS and Wii U no. shops for good. Mm. You can't get to them through a web browser. You can't get to them through the consoles in 2023. So as of May 23rd, 2022, it will no longer be possible to add funds using a credit card to a 3DS or Wii U eShop account. So you can't charge yeah. your wallet, which is so weird that they stole the so wallet. So if didn't. there's
1: anything you've been putting off getting for those
0: platforms, get it now. Yeah, yeah August 29th, no longer possible to use an eShop card to add funds. Um, and then as of March 2023, it will no longer be possible to make purchases, download demos or themes, redeem a download code or add funds. I believe they're saying for the time being... You still will be able to re-download already purchased items if you get to you know, delete them from your system yeah. to save space. You'll, you'll be able to get the stuff you paid for. One thing
2: I know for sure, Nintendo will not backtrack like Sony did with the Vita stuff. That, yeah. that date will come, and it will come to fruition, and none of your complaining your petitions will work. Nintendo doesn't give a
0: fuck in fact I think people know that because the response I really saw to this was pretty nice like the gaming community was coming together saying here's the games you should buy that are literally yeah. not available anywhere else that just get them or they were saying like there's a lot of games that are available in the aftermarket as physical versions that are way overpriced yeah. for like mm-hmm. they're like yeah you can you can pay 150 bucks for this for the physical yeah. or go pay 30 digital now because you could at least play that thing
2: you know it's so. it's Bizarre because, um, you know, you would think like let's let's an amiibo would be the hallmark of success in gaming. You have an amiibo, you've done something correct. We're about to lose access to a game with an amiibo, the Box Boy <laughs> amiibo, oh, one yeah. of the most expensive amiibos, ah, by the way. Um, but it's never been on any other platform, and Nintendo kind of quietly deleted of something from its, I think it's website FAQ. Like we have no plans to offer this content anywhere else. And I think that's, that's when people, people wanted to get mad at this news, but like, and I I don't mean to throw salt and I don't even know where to start with this because like I spent too much of my professional time with a lot of anger hurled at me over something involving digital 3ds release. Um, and like, that doesn't mean it's forever. I'm like, no system has ever insured you forever. What are you talking about? My NES hasn't worked in years. I don't understand what you mean. Yeah. Um, but like, we, we, I thought it was bizarre. Nintendo said like, well, and
0: the silver lining here is we can now offer you stats on how often you played your 3DS. That, that was, like the biggest slap in the face. It's like, yeah, we're not going to sell anything new, but please relive your memories on this platform. Relive your memories. This it was
1: a bigger slap in the face for me because I think back in 2016, I made the mistake of keeping, uh, my 3DS on to do street pass in a non waterproof pocket on my backpack during a, a rainstorm and, uh, it completely Fried it, short-circuited it, unusable, I had to send it back to Nintendo, and they basically said, like, well, we're wiping all your shit, here's your 3DS back with your account and none of your progress. And, uh, yeah, looking at that, those stats and saying, like, oh, it says I played, like, 130
0: hours total on my 3DS, that doesn't seem right, that seems low. Right. You lost your stance. Cat yeah. Bailey, I think, shared the same thing. The, on the plus side, though, Michael, after it short-circuited, your 3DS did start breakdancing and saying it was in a street game. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that was a good, good yeah. bonus. Did the,
1: the Los Locos chant? And, uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A, a, I think I, I played for
1: more than
2: 130 hours with Michael because we were we both got those things at the exact same time, mm-hmm. same office, street right. past the shit out of everything. And, and, and two, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't have a Nintendo account when that came out that Nintendo account came more around the mobile stuff. You added
0: it later, yeah. Yeah, you. You're so like, right. that,
2: right. it wasn't, it was never, that's what was bizarre to think about. It was tied to your 3DS it was tied unit to your Nintendo system, not your recognized, email, right? not your account, because th- there yeah. was no account whatsoever I, when the I 3DS came I think I shared with you
0: guys, my number two most played game on 3DS was Street Pass. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah, that adds up. I'm like, not surprised. Shit, man. But, I mean, my,
2: my, my Wii my U number numbers wrong. were, that put up pathetic numbers, but... I think I've said it before, uh, and I don't know how this worked because I, I had the most hours on 3ds because the 3ds has been might have been one of my favorite platforms. But I was traveling a lot and commuting a lot to work, and also working on 3ds games and reviewing 3ds games. So it was a very exciting time for me, and Street Pass was amazing at every convention I went to. Yeah. So I had like. At least fifteen hundred hours in on my three DS, which I think is. You had a my lot. my Wii U was like eighty. <laughs> you I have eighty Four
0: hundred, like literally, I think my yearly stats from one console last year was was way more than four hundred hours. So I'm like yeah. a lifetime of three. I was shocked how little I had, but then I kind of thought about it, and I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I suppose I didn't, I didn't buy many three DS games. I did. Like most my most of my time was Animal Crossing. Street Pass, and then my third most played game of all things was Nintendo Picross. Like it was like, <laughs> and I think which I think that might have been a free game where it was like. $5 I, I think the house. thing that hurts
2: a little, and I, I've always been a digital advocate. Is I bought I think, I think I paid more for digital games on the th- on the 3ds because the 3ds digital store charged way fucking more.
0: Nothing was ever on sale on
2: that. <laughs> Nothing store. was ever on sale. Virtual console, you, old Game Boy, the Avenging Spirit. For the Game Boy is like seven ninety nine, wow. <laughs> never on sale. I, I think I paid maybe like
3: eight or nine dollars for Zelda Oracle of Ages and yeah. Seasons each. Yeah, I, sure.
2: I got. I have a Japanese 3DS that I also had an eShop account, and they had stuff that never came here that were fully localized, and I'd buy from there too. And I don't yep. regret it at all, but I understand people being pissed about that because, like, those arguments I was having literally ten years ago in my job have now come to fruition. You will lose your games yeah. digitally. I,
1: I do like that this has sparked a conversation, I think, about how uh, the console makers need to build their stores and their digital games in such a way that you can continue playing and accessing them on subsequent generations. Like this whole idea of like the, the PlayStation store, this version of it is tied to PS3 and all these games are tied to PS3 and we'll stop offering them after a while and shut everything down. Like, I, I feel like they, Sony and Microsoft have both learned from that with like the way that the PS4, PS5, Xbox series are right now, where it's like this is, this feels more like an iteration on the previous generation, everything's backward compatible, Mm -hmm. and if they can keep doing that moving forward, where it's like PS4 games are gonna be playable on PS6, PS7, PS8, whatever, like, make it more like Steam, where, like, I can still play stuff from 20 years ago on my well, my cre- modern credit, PC with Steam.
0: Credit to Steam and credit to Microsoft, because Sony was dragged kicking and screaming mm. into that model. Oh, yeah. And they still yeah. only sort of half supported it. Like, Microsoft's like, no, fuck it. Yeah, you want to play the original Xbox? Shit. Yeah, okay. We'll make that work. Yeah, like, and
2: that's the, the big takeaway here, if you want to get angry, is that Nintendo hated the idea of you having unified account that extended across platforms to begin with. And they hate it so much, they've never offered you the same (laughs) robust library as the 3DS on their
0: current system. And they won't let you pay for games on it. That's what's crazy. That's the discussion I've seen pop up, which is I've seen people straight up say, who normally don't say this stuff out loud, they're like... Uh, you should hack your, your system now because if yeah. Nintendo's not going to offer you a way to legitimately buy and play these games, the only way you'll be able to play them is yes. after the 20, the, after 2023 is like to basically get hacked versions. And I'm like, normally those people don't outright say that. Like people I follow on I, Twitter. I feel like so I want to,
2: I want to donate my 3DS to like, cause I got like a 256 gigabyte card. I have yeah. everything I've ever bought. Take it. Emulate like, Dump this ROM. Um, I would love to be more. See, so, but
0: that's that's what I was saying earlier in the show. Though, is like I, I would much rather just pay someone and play a thing legit. Like it's way sure, more convenient yeah. yes. to me. Just let me give you money and legitimately play a thing. Like it's even if it's easy to unlock your your to to jailbreak your system, it's a pain in my ass. And I just want a way to legally give you money to play your shit. I think like, we I can don't...
2: speculate now that Nintendo Online Service was a way of offering those games up again, knowing full well they couldn't ask people to pay for them again on a fourth generation digitally. Hmm. Again, not transfer those purchases over and then made them accessible by Switch online. By the way, the Switch online has a, about 1/20th of the amount of games available on the 3DS virtual console. Right.
0: Yeah. And and apparently some lesser versions too, right? Like some yes. of those ports are like, hey, that's not a good port of that yes, game.
2: Yes. The we the Wii U had more um and and they have still not made a way to purchase old Nintendo games on the new. Once I got the Switch, I'm like, I'm not putting any more money in the 3DS. Um because there's, there's, they've shown me, there's no way to transfer those saves. But like, Nintendo has also shown you, they're never going to make these purchasable again. Period.
3: The timing of this is also weird because it was it about a week ago with the, like the Nintendo Direct, where hey, finally here's Earthbound, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a 3ds XL right here with hell Dusty because yeah. I've been playing it forever, but. I got that and one
2: of the reasons 1499
0: Yeah, oh, one I of the reasons your point.
2: Though, yeah. I have not played it in
0: forever. I, I really it in want forever. to play these games that I haven't well, because played because I have forever. a Switch,
3: but I, one of the reasons I had this for the longest time was because Earthbound. I didn't have yeah. SNES and yeah. I bought this to play Earthbound and at the time I was emulating and I was like I didn't want to go through the pain and ass of bother with emulating. And I was like, "Oh, I can just get a bigger, better 3DS and have this game I watch. Sure, I will give you money for this." And I think it's funny that now that's, oh, you can play that on the Switch online. So do you think there's any chance that they would say, well, hey, some of these games like Oracle of Ages and Seasons that are, you know, Nintendo owned or whatever, maybe could make it on to like.
2: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Because like, like this, how old is the Switch now? Mm, Since 2017. Five so years? Five yeah, years Five, five years. years? It's coming into, it's sixth year. If they were going to offer Game Boy yeah, games,
0: they would have done, yeah. done it already i well, but they keep having to add new stuff to that online service to That's make true. it worth the extra price. I,
1: I wish they'd added Game Boy and Game Boy Advance before they did Genesis and n I agree. Yeah. 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 Genesis. Yeah. I can't no
0: way. That was so it's, weird. Me too. It seemed like Remember, a natural I,
2: progression. I keep telling, I have, I have a hankering to get like a, a an SP and hack the shit out of it with all those portable yeah. games because there's not a good system for repurchasing those games on any
0: platform. I, and I know what great. you're saying though, Chris, of like, so their model clearly is what they're pivoted to is they know they're never gonna get someone like you yeah. to pay for those games the fifth time. So what they're <laughs> counting on is well we will get him to pay us a subscription in the long yes. term so we can get fifty bucks per year from him. The problem is, like you pointed out though, is they're only offering a twentieth of the total games, right? They've and already so- t-
2: it's the worst marketing move I've ever heard. Like they were just like Well, do you remember that news? It was like, don't expect us to release things regularly on this platform anymore.
0: Right. Yeah, like that's what, what they said.
2: In, like, in, in no uncertain words, even though I'm kind of uncertain about what those words were. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but they did say something to that effect. Like, don't expect regular releases on this. Yeah. But I'm already paying you thirty bucks a year, and they'll never come close to what they made available on the new 3ds. Because let's remember, you had to buy the new 3ds to play Super Nintendo games. Because for some yeah. reason, that was technically not possible on two generations of 3DS yeah <laughs> Before
4: that. Um,
2: it's it's a bummer but it's like I have zero regrets I love the 3DS so much I might call it one of my favorite consoles not portables consoles of all <clears throat> time um, I had a great time with that thing for over a decade working on it uh, helping release stuff on it helping people play it I played that shit every day at lunch with my coworkers. I played it every day on the ride home, on the train. Um, Street pass. I always get 3DS and
0: just DS generations confused. I think I prefer, in terms of the games I played, the DS more than 3DS. The DS
2: came out when I I had no money. Mm -hmm. And it was hard to emulate stuff even though that R4 card existed. This happened when I was in the games industry. I could buy... Pretty much any game I, I could, I could buy any game I could feasibly play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, and I played every day, two and a half hours a day, just on my commute alone, and lunch, and when I got home, and when I was traveling, and I was traveling a ton, and when I, where I was traveling was gaming conventions where I'd play some more with people I would just meet, including Street Pass, which is, why isn't there a fucking equivalent of Street StreetPass?
3: And in the 3DS was so awesome in a time where we can get together in physical spaces. Yep. I remember the first packs I went to, and my, the thing was popping off every 15 minutes, and I loved seeing all the different places people were from and all the different people I was meeting, and something like that. Yeah, man, it was just one of those little things that made it such a random thing to put in such a device that I, re- I really
2: loved that. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's another. P- I will never be rich, but I am the top. I am in the top one percent of StreetPass. I have every ter- almost every territory unlocked. I have almost every puzzle piece. I have everything because the amount of oh, man. the amount I used that kept that charge and the amount of places I went, countries, cities I went with and that yet, thing on.
0: None of that's trickling down. I see how it is. You fucking top one percent. Ca- <laughs> I can't fucking give you. I can't give you a pink shirted me. I, I changed my shirt
1: once this week, I, I but can't. I
0: need it for that RPG quest I, I, game. I need I, a, I, pink. a pink I forgot about
1: the puzzle pieces. Man, I missed that.
0: Yeah, uh, it was awesome. Great, some some of the best 3D on that system were those puzzles, man. I, I might have like other than like the 360. I might
2: have spent them in the PS2. I might have spent the most time with with the 3DS. A flawed system.
0: The, the bummer about this news is, it's almost going to end up being positive reinforcement because after this announcement, like we said, everyone's scrambling to the to buy all these mm-hmm. games on their digital yeah. shops so like you know nintendo's world is like well this is great we just announced this thing going away and we have an influx of millions of dollars like mm-hmm. but it's because of the shitty long-term implications of, of this news you know it's yeah. it's like it's because we're forced like well we have to buy them here otherwise they literally will not be available yep. anywhere else like yep. that's especially a especially
2: first party and some of these companies are like you know most people listening played snes and Super Nintendo games. Some of these companies don't exist anymore. Yeah, uh, some of these games are just gonna right. are gonna be gone um, unless they get acquired. Uh, it, it's, it's true. It's, it's,
0: There's a lot of yeah, a lot of lot of holding company type. You know, like Sunsoft technically is out there, but it's not. They're not making games or anything yeah. like that. It's just a name. You know, they have yeah. shirts
2: at Nintendo events. Yeah. It weirds me out. It weirds me out. That should be our question of the week, though. It should relate to the 3ds. Mm. Gosh darn it.
0: Yeah, well,
1: let's, let's get through, uh, last week's question of the week first. Uh, move on to our community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Uh, last week's question was, who's a game character you'd want to play as or see an elderly version of? Anthony, you weren't here last week. Who do you want to see get old? You know,
3: I want to see Sora from Kingdom Hearts get old.
4: <laughs>
3: because just the idea of a kid who starts off leaving his home, going to so many different crazy places, and then to look back when he's older, just to see him either reflect on it or think, what the hell? Like, mm. but
4: I've wasted I my for- life
1: with this immortal duck and dog. <laughs>
3: You know like think of the think of the weird stories he tells his kids and and they're just like oh grandpa's on about the magical mouse and dog and and the talking creatures This he duck met. has never healed me
1: once. I <laughs> like, do
0: love pointing out that Sora's actor is middle-aged yes. at this point. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, he's still like still slightly playing? younger than we are. He's younger than we
2: are.
3: <laughs> he's still voiced voice of character even in Kingdom Hearts 3. Like yeah. Like Haley Joe mm. Osment. But yeah, I keep thinking that but I keep thinking older version of Sora to me is either a uh, Uh, just the bouncer character
4: Hmm. because it's like the
3: same model yeah Yeah, right he's got a lot of chains a lot of wallet chain action going there or just what Titus Titus from FF10 Mm -hmm. like maybe somehow but yeah really
0: old old man
3: Sora reflecting his insane life I
0: I hung out with Hercules sure you did grandpa let's go to bed
1: walking up to the duck hunt dog and and, and, in Smash it's like Goofy Donald is that you (laughs) <laughs> I've been to Tron
3: World inside of a computer.
1: Well, Let's
3: observe, uh, Michael. Yeah, i got to go with Sora for that one. All right.
2: Sora's right. a good one.
1: Sora. Uh, well, on Twitter, Shy Guy Fieri says I know there have already been too many Final Fantasy VII spin offs, but none of them focus on the female characters. So, oh, here we go. how about a game where you play as an older Tifa? Not senior citizen old, but like 40s into early 50s. Like like hot and Let, me, let me tell got you, you got girl. You. Oh, honey. (laughs) Something for daddy. And Tifa has to train the next generation of Avalanche. She has a bunch of young students, and she trains them in tactics and combat. But one of the students, let's just call him Shy Guy Fieri, is a bit rambunctious. (laughs)
0: Oh, boy.
1: However, is headmistress Tifa going to teach this boy some discipline? I guess she better call him to her office. You've Mm -hmm. been a naughty little Fieri. Now get on the ground so Mistress can stand on you. (laughs) Still haven't learned your lesson? I guess Mistress will have to use something else to crush you into submission. Oops, did I use the question of the week to talk about sex stuff again? Is this bit getting old? I'm so sorry. I guess some big, strong (laughs) women should put me in my place. That'd show me. Haha, ha, we have fun, but seriously folks, is Professor X in Doctor Strange 2, or are they fucking with us again? Looks like it man. Exactly. I don't
2: know. It's definitely his voice.
3: I am mad at you for putting the phrase a naughty little fury in my in my <laughs> Naughty little yeah.
0: In my in my brain. What what do you think the real flavor in Flavortown is there, Anthony? <laughs>
4: God. All right, I'll talk about
2: taking down Shinra while I step on your
0: balls. <laughs> Is Dr. Girlfriend I mean,
2: I'm in my 50s. It's, there's a lot of smog around I, I, area I, one.
1: He stopped doing the health stuff and got into smoking heavily. After. <laughs> yeah, yeah, events the events of Final Fantasy Seven were very traumatic.
2: What are you going to do? Square had a deal with Paul Moore. Are you going to leave money on the table? No. Man.
0: Spit <laughs> down my throat, Dr. Girlfriend. Cup noodle ain't
2: healthy either. And
0: See Shagha, Fury, this is what happens. See what you started. See what you started. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Laser time sixty nine time like the the, the herb. Uh, I, okay, I got to point out. I love that you know the big debate about video game two words or one word video game. He has Vidja game as two words. First That's time incredible. I've ever seen that. Yeah. Well done. Uh, the Vidja game character I would want to play as an older version of themselves would be. Ellie from The Last of Us. I dropped, I think we already did that, dude. I I dropped 60 bucks for a farming sim where I can play as Ellie and reunite with Dina and baby JJ. Uh, hashtag Antista stole my pizza. I'm starving, that can't be. (laughs) I I mean, so okay, I don't know, I, I don't know that I want to revisit that were, I, frankly, I was kind of pissed off at Ellie by the end of yeah. last. Well, yeah, so this like, should of be a way there. to make up
2: for that. Like, yeah, look, the, the life she left ending. behind to to chase vengeance, you mm-hmm. could actually live uh happily. Perhaps, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the game would have ended. Nah, I don't know. I don't know how to. I'm not talking about spoilers. I'm fair.
3: picturing Stardew Valley, but with Ellie and
2: Dina is what there I'm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, you picked up sticks for 15 hours today. Congratulations. <laughs>
3: But you didn't kill anybody.
2: You didn't kill anybody. You didn't <laughs> bite off anybody's fingers. Um, uh, Jeff, BTW says to play as an aged paper boy. Now you're from Atlanta? Uh, but this time you drive around in a minivan at 4 a.m. Tossing bundled flyers <laughs> into people's <laughs> garden.
1: Paper man. While listening I, I, to I, paper boy.
2: There has to be, like, some meme for our parents, like... I called the police, but it was just our paper boy again. Like it, <laughs> it's so noisy and weird, and I don't have anything that requires people to throw things in my yard every day.
0: There's <laughs> got to paper... be a guy out there that is like the paper van guy now that used to be a paper boy, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: The... yeah. It really sucks. Our our big local paper just uh, got. Their building just got bought out by the Ford dealership. Oh
1: man, y'all got a big old parking
2: lot here to showcase your new cars, new Bronco. Uh, fuck your printer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your giant printing press. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they they pr- they print the uh, Michael and Diana should be. They print the newspaper now several towns over at a beach, meaning oh, wow. all the news is later than ever. <sighs>
0: later. And it, and it all comes around fish and chips. It's weird how, yeah, how they do yes, the It all smells now. like tartar.
1: That happened to the, <laughs> the paper that I used to work for. I know that they, they used to have like a, a complex up in Novato mm-hmm. and then they like moved to smaller offices in San Rafael and all the printing uh, operations are handled like uh, in Contra Costa or Benicia somewhere where it's like, yeah, it takes forever to get the, the newspaper.
2: Now. Yeah, it, it literally makes an extra... It, it's only two. It's only two hours away where the printing mm-hmm. press is now, but I'm just that's too, that's two that's a day late in, in news. I'm just uh, imagining how this the
1: useful? the answer for that's like hey what's up we demolished the liberal press and are passing the savings on to you. And then <laughs> and then my my you remember
2: how cheap the paper used to be? My dad just told me like thinking about canceling the paper I'm like the trash the trash is bad right? The trash is real bad. You should cancel your paper He's like no. They want $70 a month. Like, whoa, that is like my entire streaming budget. (laughs) And I already read the news before your paper shows Mm
4: -hmm.
1: up. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez.
2: Uh, Sorry if you work in print. I did not mean to shit on print.
1: Yeah, everybody knows it's dying. (laughs) Is this uh,
3: Chris Likosit? Likosit. Likosit. Chris wants to see Mario. Uh, Saw him as a baby. I saw him stumbling his way through adulthood. And now I'm ready for Cranky Mario to make an appearance. In my head, he sounds, moves, and sort of looks like Marcus Phoenix from Gears 4. Just fed up with this shit, wants to be left alone. Peach gets kidnapped again, and his response is basically, Oh, bother. But he's the only one that can it's save her. Poo. Oh, bother. <laughs> as Luigi and Daisy went on to leave the Mushroom Kingdom hellhole behind for somewhere safe, as they didn't peek early and are too busy living wonderful lives. <laughs> so Mario used to prove that he's still Jumpman, but his jumps just ain't what they used to be. So he grabs that gun from his rabbit's days. There you go. So I guess he's a shooter now. Hmm. He makes it to the final castle, but Peach realizes that Bowser's a nice guy. Just a little rough around the edges. So Mario comes back home, tired and dejected, and dies in his sleep. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus.
0: Mario time is finally over. Uh, I mean, by the way, we already saw what Mario as an old guy looks like. He was Captain Lou Albano. That's that's Mario as (laughs) an old guy. When he said Cranky
1: Mario, I thought they were gonna, he's gonna suggest the Donkey Kong thing where like, Mm -hmm. there's a young Mario now, who's like Mario's grandson. We do have a clip from
2: him. If you do drugs, you go, go to hell (laughs) before you die. (laughs) And then Cindy (laughs) Lauper starts singing.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure Captain Lou never did any drugs, a wrestler from the 70s. Yeah,
2: stone sober, sticking rubber bands through his teeth.
1: (laughs) If you do drugs, (laughs) you end up looking like me. Tifa? Is that you? Yeah, it's me, Tifa. (laughs) Oh, man, Avalanche is in real bad shape these days.
0: Step on my balls, Doctor oh, Girlfriend.
2: I'm glad you this guy like is big surprised. limit breaker
1: over here. Ah,
3: Flavor you- Town sure has changed.
1: Yeah, it's me. They showed porn to me during the Italian Parliament meeting. It's fine. It comes with the territory. Being a character in a video game for children.
2: <laughs> that, always, that always sounds like a Flintstones appliance. <laughs> it's a living.
4: <laughs> <sighs> 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 oh. I hope
2: most people listen to the show till
4: end. <laughs> this is
1: where all the really good stuff is.
2: That's yeah,
1: so. uh, <laughs> where Michael doesn't make me behave. Patrick Imbo says, Sonic the Geriatric Years, Robotnik has been defeated, but a new villain has reared its ugly head. Arthritis. mm Stuff on didn't
0: the knees. Can you, you put vegan chili on that hot dog? <laughs> I saw. I saw a great meme, which was um, this is uh, all y'all's knees who stood up to dance during the Super Bowl halftime show, and it was just that face Michael Scott makes the the cringe face, like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: like I fucked up.
0: Uh, Andrew Joseph says now hear me out there should be a game where you play as an older version of Billy and Jimmy Lee of Double Dragon uh, there will be Billy and Marianne are married and their grandkids are kidnapped by Abodo- Abobo and Aboboy make this a sequel to Abobo's Big Adventure with cameos from random gaming characters from Final Fight Battletoad, Shovel Knight etc yeah Shovel Knight has got to be in there he's in everything uh, create more humor and gore and someone Calling the lead, Bimmy. Bimmy. Bimmy.
2: Uh, my love. <laughs> Bimmy and Jim. Man. <laughs>
0: It's, why does this turn this me to
2: tears? That I make so many spelling errors, but none of them are in Double Dragon's intro.
4: Bimmy, Bimmy and Jimmy. Bim- so so I remember, we, I had a
1: friend named Billy, uh, and he was at my birthday party when I got Double Dragon. And me and him and all my friends saw the Bimmy and Jimmy intro. And like for the next two years, Billy was just Bimmy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does sound like something like an old grandpa would mistakenly call a kid named Billy Bimmy. He'd be like, Bimmy, get over here. Give me a go. And they,
1: they reference that in Double Dragon Neon. They had these, like, oversized it's, clone it's bosses. Bimmy and Jammy. Yeah, Bimmy and Jammy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. Oh, Bimmy. Man. And then, I, I forget. Oh. Then someone referenced the Robert Loja Minute Maid commercial, and he walks in the door.
4: <laughs> Your <laughs> mother's right. It tastes
2: just like
0: concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to believe that's him as Feach. Feach LaMana, though, just, you know, coming through. Yeah, Feach, Princess uh, <laughs>
1: Um All right. New question of the week. Um, cool. so with all the, the talk about the 3DS and, and Wii U uh, store shutting down, what is... Your recommended must-buy for 3DS or Wii U that isn't available anywhere else. I'm just going to cheat and swipe the obvious answer before all of you take it, which is Pocket Card Jockey. God damn you! Yeah, that oh. was my answer.
0: <laughs> God damn it! Not again. Mm. Um, yeah, oh. that's well. Explain why that's a good one while we think of answers, Michael. <laughs> no,
4: I, I, have, I have three answers already. I've
3: got one. Well, Go, well, I've got go. two, technically. I'm, I'm going to go with what I mentioned earlier. Uh Zelda, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Um, if you like the Link's Awakening games, the top-down Zeldas, you know, I think these were originally, like, Game Boy Color or actually, like, old-school Game Boy games, even. Uh, if you like Zelda and you haven't played some of the portable ones, these two games were phenomenal. Uh, definitely
0: pick those up.
2: I I, I have three. Matt, you... you Take one of my three, I dare you. Okay. I. You want me to go? Y- if you want to.
0: I got to go Box Boy. The Box Boy games. The puzzle platforming games um, where you basically control a box who has to figure out how to use his powers to move around levels. Um, the first three games are on 3DS their digital download that's like the only way you can find them I'm pretty sure uh, there was BoxBoy and Box Girl on Switch but yeah if you want to play those original BoxBoy games you gotta buy them now um,
2: alright and I'm, I know you think I'm going to say Monster Hunter but I'm not because Monster Hunter not unlike a Madden game the best one is always the current one really but like I have a ton of great memories of Monster Hunter same with Mario Kart Mario Kart 7 is fucking amazing really good and, and, uh, eight learned a lot from it, but, uh, I will start with, uh, the thing I have right here, Donkey Kong 94 or Donkey Kong game boy for our one listener. Who's an asshole. Uh, this is officially available in the virtual console for like three ninety nine, And this is the only time Nintendo has ever made this game available officially ever since <laughs> 1994. And it's still available there, and you can still get on the virtual console. Uh, two. One of the most interesting experiments in Nintendo history. Uh, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball.
4: Yes. Mm, Does that even play. still work?
2: Uh, it should. I mean, it's, it's, it's Nintendo clearly being forced into playing, into making a free to play game with freemium options and doesn't know how to do that. Other than to turn it into gameplay, and you can talk down this poor, be haired <laughs> cat, dog, dog, cat dogs. with a family. Who, please, please don't don't argue down any further for this mini game. I can't afford it. I have children to feed, and you argue them down anyway, and you end up paying like ninety four cents for things. It's,
0: it's the most Nintendo way to do free to play you could have ever imagined. Like it's it, like, we sh-
2: we streamed it because it, it's. The mini games are phenomenal, out of this world phenomenal. And in between that is a haggling game you do with this guy because you secretly hate free to play games, and he's pathetic. And his children be like, "Come on, dude, just give him a dollar." It's 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 hilarious. It's one of the best <laughs> things on the platform. And um, I just want to give it a shot. I forget what the rest of them are called, but the Pushmo trilogy. Yeah, that's a first party Nintendo oh, yeah. Pushmo, Crashmo, and what Crashmo. And uh, crashmo and starts with an S. I forget, but uh, really good and and got people I know who didn't play games to play games because the touch the touch functionality no, stretch was mode. better than stretchmo was anything I'd ever seen an iPhone. Uh, but but puzzle games that with touch functionality these things should be able to exist on another platform. But it's uh, owned by this little company who doesn't re release anything. And oh yeah, Nintendo. You'll never see it again. You'll never hear from it again. But Pushmo is the shit. It should have a smash level. Um, yeah. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: my ex would always call it Punchmo, even though that's not a name that ever existed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, P- Pushmo was great. But Rusty's real deal baseball, Donkey on ninety four, and uh, Pushmo, and, and, and Street Pass is the obvious answer. But we, I know we have so many podcasts where we go through that um, inimitable experiences on the three DS. Um, Amazing, amazing console.
1: I'd also like to recommend Attack of the Friday Monsters, which is yes. this very charming little life simulator game, uh, where you're playing as this little boy in like a s- suburb of Tokyo where monsters appear every Friday and tokusatsu heroes appear to battle them off. And it's, it's just kind of like a game where it's like, it's not entirely clear. Wait, is this, A TV show that you're just confusing with reality, or does this TV show actually enter your reality? Um, Because the the adults around the the kids seem to be working on the TV show in secret, uh, yet it's a crisis whenever the monsters show up. Uh, This
3: looks really cool, and I've never heard of it until you mentioned it
1: just now.
2: I I feel like um, 3DS encouraged Nintendo developers, if not necessarily Nintendo first party, to be as creative and weird as they've ever been especially the pokemon people with the card jockey and
4: mm-hmm.
2: what was that music based game uh whatever but it, 3DS was the shit which one rhythm uh,
0: thief which there's there's a couple oh, yeah, of yeah music- there's
1: music-based. rhythm thief there was that other one with like the the girl with the the club that looked like a note
2: yeah that's the one i'm talking about but uh but man there's so many so many cool things on the 3DS mm-hmm. that i hope uh make the jump but i don't i don't think they will to yeah. be honest but You'll be able to play them if you need to. Also,
1: check out Weapon Shop de Omase. It's hilarious, and it lets you run a weapon shop and rent uh weapons that you make to adventurers and then watch them fail on their quests.
2: I will do that. Yeah.
1: I will do that. So what is your recommended must-buy for 3DS or Wii U? Uh Let us know. Go to com. Answer under the comments for episode 459. Alternately, you can visit us on the official Lasertime community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer, or you can ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, and we will collect the best answers and read them on next week's show. Again, games that are only available for 3DS and Wii U that you think people should know about before they disappear forever in August. That's right.
2: I forgot about Wii U, because most of that stuff has made the jump to Mm -hmm. Steam or, or Switch, but... 3DS not, is sort of fucked. Yeah,
1: not Xenoblade Chronicles X. I think that's like the one big thing that still yeah. hasn't been ported.
2: Is, is there a home out there for 240p games? <laughs> is, is, <laughs> definitive home. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Anthony, where can people find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bruce Wayne Brady, where I've been playing Dark oh, Souls funny. 3. <laughs> I've been playing Dark Souls 3 and, uh, Getting ready for Elden Ring and Horizon and trying to find time to play all these things. But yeah, so I've been streaming and uh, also on Twitter at Bruce Wayne Brady.
2: It really does always make me laugh. That's it's it's <laughs> the reason why I picked that name. I love that response. Someday I feel like he has to acknowledge you. And by that I mean <laughs> Batman.
3: <laughs> I was, I was, uh, we were in a lobby once in a Call of Duty game. And I remember at the time when you would get auto put into the lobby and people's mics were just on. I heard someone in the lobby just say Bruce Swain Brady and they just burst out and laughing. And I was sitting there going, That's exactly why It's really that. good. Yeah. It's better than Dixon Butt. Uh, uh,
2: uh, my plugs. There's a bunch of, there's a new laser time hopefully to look forward to that's been delayed, but a um, bunch of bonus content we've done lately. Uh, Michael and Matt joined me for a harrowing tale of trigger warnings. Um, <laughs> and we should have something with TL coming up that I'm very excited to do. Um, and then we, didn't we do a segment, a, a community segment from VGA is a full blown yes. bonus show. We sure on, did.
0: Yep. That'll, that'll be going up anytime Patreon. now. Patreon.com uh, slash laser time. Uh, we, d- we did a huge listening party over, over, I think an hour and a half of, uh, just the rest of your responses to, Video game songs that get stuck in your head. So that was a great time. I love listening party shows, and uh, we had a great time doing it. So that's at Patreon dot com slash LaserTime. Mm-hmm.
2: And thirty twenty ten this week. What's we got to talk about? Stop or my mom will shoot.
0: <laughs> do you though? I mean, you don't have to talk. But
2: about it. what we kind of do, given the format and the <laughs> Simpsons baseball episode, which is the the most most people I know know about baseball comes from that episode. <laughs> Um, it really does I and mean, we it's one of my favorite episodes of that show for that reason, in, in foreign territories people still know who Steve Sachs is, because of that episode, uh,
1: as always you can visit us online at com. follow the show on twitter at vgapocalypse for updates on when we post, and follow me personally at WikiPars for very occasional jokes anyway, that has been our show uh, thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week Uh, is anybody else hearing, like, loud?
2: Yeah, are
0: you vacuuming into a microphone right now? What's, what is that? don't
2: know. Someone's AC?
0: Yeah, it's my AC. Let me turn that down, actually. Okay. I propose that you capture that noise and add it to the news noise every week, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>